This week's episode of Drunk Week in Review is brought to you by the letter L for legal brief, mostly so Cody doesn't get us sued. Anyway, here we go. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy the show, y'all. Hey, fuck it, we'll do it live. Welcome to the podcast. This is Drunk Week in Review, where we now pre-record our legal brief, so please listen to the next robot. What? No, it's at the intro now. <laughs> That's why I want to tell. Yeah. Oh. So they've okay, already heard so it. If you're if you're hearing us talk, you've already heard our legal brief. Yeah, so uh, I decided to change up some formatting, and uh, we are going to have a different legal brief each week by a member of the podcast. Uh, I, well, I mean, well, obviously it'll get a, uh, what do you call, some of them will get used over and over and over, but yeah, formatting will be a little bit different, so no longer will you have to hear me try to stumble through a legal brief first thing, and plus, that way if anything, if Cody says anything like super uh, racist, anti-Semitic, or just vague, <laughs> vaguely legal trouble um, in the intro, then we're covered. I'm only worried about the anti-Semitism, really. <laughs> I've been trying really hard to be more pro-Semitism. I forget what the word was for that. Like Benjamin Netanyahu is like your best friend now, right? Yeah. Also, Prime Minister of Israel. Well, I've, no, I thought Benjamin Netanyahu was the uh, no, the white reggae singer. No, that's Modest Yahoo. Netanyahu ah. is the... Modest Yahoo, like from the early 2000s, Netanyahu is the... And not to be mistaken for Yahoo, the popular search engine. Oh, or, I was going to go a can or of... Yoo-hoo, or Yoohoo, everyone's favorite store-bought chocolate milk, although Nestle Quick is way better. Or the, uh, or well, the... Yoohoo does hold a very special place in my heart because if it weren't for Adam Sandler, I wouldn't know what a Yoohoo was. Really? Right? Yoohoo. Actually, I don't think my bit parents have ever bought me yeah. a Yoohoo. Uh, I bought, I bought Yoohoo. Maybe they're good. I don't know. Have you never had one? Maybe not. So they're not kid, that good. You can so pass over them. As a kid, we used to get vanilla ice cream and just pour fucking Nestle Quick on there, just like the powder, and like, and then mix it all together to make a chocolate cold milk soup. That stuff's super hydrophobic. It's not good to like inhale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Wonderful. Without the legal brief, though, I'm I'm finding it a little bit difficult to find my my talking points, guys. Well, that's the best part about this week is we don't have any. No talking points. It's fun week. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a a free for all Sunday as the Lord intended. God bless you, and and ladies and gentlemen, if you, and also if you haven't you. caught on, but um, JM hit us up earlier this week. He's like, guys, I think we should just take a break, and we're just gonna have an off week, but we're going to record something. I was like, actually, I'm really into that idea. In fact, uh, JM said, I think this week we're not going to try and solve the world's problems. Yeah, something along those lines. Have we solved any problems? No. Besides the fact that you think the Proud Boys are an organized... And what, I, yeah, what'd you call it? I, they're a, they're, they're they're a well, or, totally cool and legit. Well-regulated militia, yeah. I stand by it. So actually, there's a dude. At, there's a dude at work who's pre-law. Uh, on his undergrad is pre-law, um, and we started talking about the Second Amendment. And I, I brought up that point. And I was like, "Yeah." So I kind of 
go off that and he goes actually like in the legal terms he goes there's a huge debate in the legal community about what well-regulated militia means there's there's proponents of it that believe that well-regulated militia is the state being able to call on like its citizens at any point and form a militia and that being a well-regulated militia or there's proponents that say like the um the Proud Boys is a well-regulated, well-regulated militia, and and Bubba over there, you know, cosplaying army guy is not. So like, it's I got some cool back back info on that. I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I guess I just wouldn't have realized that it was um, a point to be debated amongst because it, it legal academics. I guess it, they were talking about the because um, it goes back to what does the Second Amendment, you know, like. Is it intent versus the intent of it versus the application of it? Are we talking about muskets or are we talking about mini guns kind of thing? Um, right. Yeah. So that's kind of. But I thought it was pretty cool, like little history lesson. Yeah. Well, cheers. Um, before Cody interrupts me, I've got a very important question to ask you guys. Oh, how's your Spanish rice coming? Because I know it's about to go off. Is that? I and got I, two don't, more minutes I don't. And the dog <laughs> is barking his head off right now. You should probably go take care of it. Well, I actually do want to hear how your week was, but yes. God I, damn uh, it. The Spanish rice <laughs> uh, did get started a hair late. The carnitas, though, are rocking and rolling. The carnitas are done. I have no idea how to manage like the different, like, okay, this goes on at this point. So for me, at our house, it's always, hey, the meat's done. Oh, fuck. We've got like 30 minutes of rice cooking or some nonsense. Yeah. I, well, I just, I, I hate cooking rice, period. Like, I always fuck it up. But this time I bought some long grain and so I'm expecting it to be done in 40 minutes, and I'm going to go check on it. I've heard you had that long grain. <laughs> mm-hmm. I stopped even measuring. Like, I stopped even measuring my um, the water for the rice. I just kind of, oh, yeah. like, I, I put, I measure out the rice because it's just me by myself. So at any given time, I'm only cooking a cup, maybe a cup and a half if I'm prepping, like, well, three. T- to- typically, you only need, like, two cups of water then. Yeah, but it's it like, never just, seems just to be, like, like uh get like a half inch of water over yeah i I, like now i don't even bother so i just i put my i measure out the rice and then i just fill up the water i'm like yep that'll work and i make sure that i put a ton of water in there because i am so bad at cooking rice that it either it always comes out super crunchy because i don't ever put enough water in there so i just finally said fuck it and i just like i fill up a pot with water and throw rice in there oil and butter and i'm like there we go i cannot have enough water now not have not enough water Okay, I think I've designed my shed. I, I'm only I'm gonna spend two thousand four hundred twenty-one dollars in this bitch. Good God! So you're on what Home Depot's website right now, designing a shed for your backyard? No, I'm podcasting. <laughs> no, no, like I don't care. It's I mean, it's not like we're talking about serious stuff. Uh, okay, Aaron's so this back. Is, I'll stop. Aaron's back. I'll stop designing my shed. No, no, no. Now that Aaron's back, you can content. We can talk about how your week was instead of the shed you're designing. Get the or fuck even out better, of here. Even Come better. on, man. We didn't even, even win. Come on. No, we held we off. For, Neither one of us talked. I talked about how I just said fuck it and I boil pots of water now and throw rice in it because I've given up. Um, like, I don't measure anything other than the rice out now. And then Cody was Cody's designing a shed on Home Depot. But now that you're back from checking on how your rice. How was your week? Garrett, there you go. <laughs> how was your week? Cody had the interesting week. Who's going first? You had the interest. Cody, I want to hear about you. I want to make sure that you're not hungover, dead, and or still not full of keg beer. Oh, yeah. So it's been like a, a 
a bit of a bender weekend. My uh, my family from Vegas flew in Wednesday night, and uh, they've been in, they were in town all weekend for my baby shower. Uh, anyone who follows me on social media has seen that nonsense. It turns out baby showers can also be keggers. Not so bad. Not so bad. It's like a really cool Whittington thing to do. Yeah. So uh, the Vegas how do I marry into your family? You, <laughs> you don't want to know what the options are. They're limited, but it's okay. Uh, so everyone came in town this no, weekend. I was thinking, I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking of Britney's sisters. <laughs> I was like, that's not the Whittington family. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, take any way you get in the family. We're, we're all very close these yeah. days. Hmm. <laughs> so I drove my uh, Vegas family around Thursday, showed them a little bit of Austin. Just It's really hard to uh, drive 11, you know, get 11 people going to one place. At any given time, so that did did, but, did they rent that time? Did they rent the twelve packs van again, like they did for Hell at the Moon? No, they wanted to, and they really should have, because they brought two babies of them as well. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, your cousin just yeah. had a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my cousin has a super cute and happy, like seven month old baby. His his sister, who is I don't know, half my cousin, something like that. She's got like a little four-month-old baby that's super cute. They brought them out, as well as their cousin. I'm not related to it at all. Uh, you know, and then the half sister. It gets confusing. A lot of you know, a lot of different families. Yeah. So you know, took them around to like Matzo Rancho in Austin. Had had some great food there. If you're ever in Austin, that's definitely a must-eat spot. I would say. Uh, took them over to Schultz's Garden, which is like I I love that place. Good uh, German. Uh, beer joint there in Austin. That's a great place to watch UT football games, shit like that. And then I got him over to the Texas Chili Parlor, which has such a disgusting bathroom that not a single female that was with our party would use that. They were going, they were walking like two doors down, like find somewhere else to piss. And for those of y'all who are unfamiliar with uh, the Texas Chili Parlor, that would be in the opening verse of Gary P. Nunn's Made famous London in, Homesick uh, Blues. Dublin Blues. London Homesick Blues. Can we get a rendition? No, 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 no. You're thinking of well, Guy Clark. Well, I wish Dublin I was Blues. in Austin at yeah, the Chili Parlor okay. Bar. Okay, yeah, yeah. Drinking Mad Dog Margaritas and not I caring where you are. So a Mad Dog Margarita, a, a Mad Dog, uh, God, I can't talk, a Mad Dog Margarita is oh, just yeah, a margarita made with uh, whiskey. Mezcal. Oh, mezcal. Yep. That, I can't believe I screwed. I can't believe I screwed that up. I I, I would have just as a former bartender, I just would have called it a margarita. Fucking Dublin. Right. Blues. Yeah, but Dublin Blues. It's a it's a Mad Dog margarita. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. Then Friday uh, took her took everybody out to the uh, square in Georgetown, where we hit up this new place. You like it, JM? Uh, District Six. So it's kind of like talked oh, that's back the, by the, that's the, speakeasy. the tax assessor's office. Yeah, it's the speakeasy. Yeah, yeah, that place is pretty cool. Definitely dug it. Uh, so we were surprisingly able to get two large tables. Is that it, was, it was like a is Christmas it miracle? A bar, or is it a bar restaurant? Mm, it's a bar and restaurant. Okay, so it's not a bar. I just I mean, want another bar to open up in Georgetown. <laughs> and then finally, uh, yesterday we had my baby shower, which was. A lot of gifts and a whole lot of beer. So, yeah. Not hungover today, thank God. Uh, you know, little favors. But uh, definitely uh, overindulged last night and uh, plenty of... 
keg stands were had. People are iced because we're still in our 30s and do that. And uh, yeah, it was a great time. Like I, I just, I was like emotional going home last night. Like there's, there's so much love. Like everyone just loves these two little fucking humans that were growing. Or Cody or gets they love us. Cody enough. gets super know, emotional when he drinks. I do. Throw back to what? throw back to the episode where he was crying reading his niece Goodnight Moon or whatever it was. Oh, oh so here's that was a funny so sweet. here's a funny story about that. So one so today we didn't open gifts in front of everybody because I've been two hours of people doing golf claps about shit they don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed home and like did gifts uh, today. Like so, it took us two hours to get through all that shit. Like you know me pulling stuff out of the bag, Brittany marking it down on a notepad. She's like, okay, that's where the thank you goes. But uh, my sister, she got me that same fucking book that I cried reading to Mila when I was too drunk. And so she gave me that and a box of tissues. I, oh, God. Wait, was that <laughs> Ch- Chelsea or Ruby? Ruby. That's wonderful. She, cool. She, she got me I'll Love You Forever and a box of tissues because I'm just an emotional sloppy bitch because I'm about to be a dad. Oh, that is wonderful. Uh, well, congratulations, man. I really wish we could have been there. It yeah. sounds like it was a lot of fun. My FOMO was going off pretty hard, but also I think those things are probably best with like your closest um, family and friends. So um, I'm glad that you got to enjoy it. Um, there was a little disappointed that yesterday. I didn't see your, your hat fall on the ground because you were doing a dad keg stand. Yeah, three seconds tops. Ooh. Oh, oh, hold on. I will relinquish the week. That's but fine, man. That. We got we got all episode to talk about whatever got, we want. <laughs> got myself no, not a Nathaniel's custom job, but I got an off the shelf new uh, straw open road, and I, it's like fuck. Why have I not had this my entire life? That's not I, the one I on work today to get lunch. That's not the one on. Hey, the, I, I on need the recommendations. Wall. I do want. I do want a flat brim cowboy hat, and I don't want to look in, like an idiot. So I don't know how to make that happen, but oh yeah. Oh that. yeah, no, it looks good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It looks really good. You're gonna have to take it off, but yeah, it looks really good. No, um, it's good. Uh, they had yeah, because I took the entire Vegas family to Cavenders. I what? wanted to give them to Al- I wanted to give them to Allen's Boots when we were downtown Austin, but there's nowhere to fucking park on South Congress, so they got Cavenders instead. That's true. What about um? Did you end up getting your father-in-law or your uh, father-in-law, your stepfather, um, his hat? Well, Nathaniel's has such weird hours that I've not gotten in there, but I think we're just going to get him a pretty sizable amount of money to go get one made. Okay. Like, I think we'll get him, like, two-thirds of a custom hat. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, has JM told you how much he dropped on his fucking hat that I think he's worn three times? I've I've worn it several times. Okay. Oh, yeah, because that's your brunch hat. Your yeah, fa- it's your my... Your boy brunch hat. That's my brunch hat. I wear it... Uh, Depending on oh. like my fancy cooking hat too. Can we can we all get so we need drunk we can review t shirts and I think it should be on the back of it say fancy boy brunch club. <gasps> <laughs> I like that. Ooh. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. Like yeah, our, but our, our I mean lo- like it, I think like uh, the logo should have us silhouetted with wearing fucking cool hats. Yes. But yes. With most it's obviously a champagne glass. But it's us silhouetted. We just need to find right. a. We need to find we a better. Need ar- we need to find a better artist this time for that logo. <laughs> more artwork budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like the idea of like so logo on the front of the shirt and the back of it. Fancy boy brunch, brunch club. Uh uh-uh. uh No way, dude. On the front, it's a. Uh, it's just a pocket that says pretty, 
Ooh, a pocket? Drunk Weekend Drunk Weekend Review right here. Uh-huh. Right above your heart. Oh, a pocket. Oh, and then on the back. God. Yes. Place for my sunglasses and probably like old diaper someday. Yeah. I, t- oh, just I so tell you what. If knows, JM is rolling his eyes so hard because he's annoyed because he. I'm not annoyed. Because why? I'm not annoyed because like it's. Do you hate pockets? No, I just. Oh, he's thinking about how tedious it's going to be to get someone to do art again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if anybody out there does art or has anybody that's a great graphic designer, uh, link them over to us. Uh, or if you if we get some fan art that you're like, this is awesome, y'all should wear it. Then I'll even we'll even if it's nude fan art, like you want like just paint us in the nude for some reason, whatever, we'll take it. <laughs> please, 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 give me a bigger dick. Yeah, be generous. <laughs> please be generous. <laughs> maybe I sh- maybe Did- I should have put up talking points in this week. I thought about making like a surprise maybe document. Cut me some cut me some little abs because JM called me fat yesterday. <laughs> Did I call you fat yesterday? Probably. Uh, oh no, you call us both fat. Both of us, yes. Oh yeah. I did. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> that wasn't yesterday that though. Picture wasn't it was that like Friday? total dad bod. You so sent it like, to the fuck. two of us. It's like, oh fuck, like, come on, man. Yeah, it was a dad garage. Easy, 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 easy. It was a dad bod mannequin. I went to SFAS, and I'm gonna throw shade on everybody. I didn't go to SFAS. Whatever you did, things that we can't talk about, you going to go do that school that I went to. Yeah. We're to learn how to read good. Yep. JM, how was your week? Um, I actually, this is this is how un, unadventurous my weeks are, is I actually had something good that happened during the week, and I went, oh, I've got to remember that for Sunday for the podcast. And it was so just like normal <laughs> that now I can't remember what happened in my week that was so good that I have to remember it. Um. <laughs> yeah, welcome okay, to my life. So I think we sh- we should play a game where we guess what was so good for him. Yeah, it was it was not that I went running because if you haven't seen, I haven't run in like two weeks. Uh, oh, did uh, did the truck from Florida park park better? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. So that dude finally learned how to park better. Uh, oh, I, so did, I did I did blo- I did block somebody in uh, in my parking garage because this dude. This dude decided that the slanted parking spots in a tiny, like, it's a, you know, it's a concrete tiered parking garage. And he decided the best way to park his truck is use them as pull-through parking. And it's, so, you know, it's obviously directional parking. Like, you drive in this way, and you you drive in, and you park left or right. And then there's always that one dickhead at the grocery store who's driving opposite of traffic and acts like you're the asshole. Like, they're going to be able to turn left into one of these parking spots that's at a 45-degree angle backwards from them. Um, anyway, so somebody did that, and uh, I definitely, like, went out of my way to put my truck next to his between another truck so he would not be able to hang a left out of it and just make it. Like, this is what you get for using it as a drive through parking spot. You're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, this this last week, I had um, I I sometimes forget I got to grow up in Fayetteville, and I was working with a client that is off of McPherson and like Clifford or uh, Cliffdale. Yeah, I know where that's at. That's a uh, that's actually when I do run pretty close to my run route. At any rate, um, that's where his billing address was, but he changed locations and now is across the street from the Harris Teeter because he drops. The uh, Chris's Steakhouse. Apparently, Chris's Steakhouse, and I never went when I lived there, but apparently, 
Chris's Steakhouse is the premier dining location for Fayetteville. So I was actually talking with um, Scotty up at Latitude last night, the bartender. Um, oh, yeah. The one that you met, Cody? No, we should have Scott. He should take my place when I'm on my uh, my my uh, paternity leave from the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is America. There's no paid vacation here. Get back to pop them out. Get back to work. I you thought we said we work. were not. I thought we said we were not solving problems <laughs> we're, today. We're not, but oh, we yeah. can still make topical. Jokes. Okay, okay. I mean, like you're. This is very triggering for me. <laughs> you get you get borderline solving problems. We don't like that this week. <laughs> <laughs> no solutions, just rants. But uh, so he did bring up Chris's because I asked him. I said, "Hey, I, you know, my dad's looking to come up here in a few weeks, and um, you know, one of the things we always do is we go grab a steak or cook a steak." And I go, I, "In my apartments, like I smoke out my apartment. I have to disconnect my smoke a smoke alarm every time I cook a steak in my apartment because the vent hood just blows it right back into the little foyer anyway." Um, so I asked, I said, how is Chris's? And he says, for steak, it's amazing. For everything else, it's absolute garbage. Um, mm. But he says it's very, very, like, it's a true steakhouse. I guess they had a chop house that just closed um, here. Uh, when I was a kid, I um, got to go out on a couple of dates with uh, the daughter of the owner. That Chris's? I think it was 15 years ago. So would Chris be his first name or his last name? Have you met? That was Mr. the adopted Chris? name of the uh, steakhouse. Oh, it's not, it's not even Chris. Probably his name's Jefferson. Shit. Something. Oh, here's something here's else. a question for y'all. So Chris's. So is, this is Chris's. So, but it's not related to roofs. Roofs. Like. Hey, we're back. Because JM fucking sucks and turned off the audio. So uh, we had 25 minutes where uh, we actually figured out quantum mechanics. So you missed that. The unfortunate that. part is that all y'all have to hear us after we've already ripped several shots. Oh. Yeah. And you don't know how our week is going because... I'm not, rec- not going to recap all that. Right. Wait, do- uh, but uh, oh, you know oh, what? Wait. I... Go oh, ahead. Yeah. It was just James' week, and his week sucked, so that's fine. Yeah, I. Aaron, how was your week? Let's get back to that. Oh, we were talking about Raleigh and him being a horny. He wasn't being horny. horny. Stealing food off the counter. <laughs> Stealing food off the counter. Uh, you know what? I do have. I, I do have a. I do have a. Uh, a sidebar here. Okay. Well, I mean, question. it's it's not a sidebar anymore. Hey, it's just you, a bar. What are you there. drinking? <laughs> We're going to go right back into it. Coors Original because it's $7 a 12-pack. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's that's my hamster brain going. Um, I guess what I really mean to ask is, Aaron, what are you drinking? I'll uh, just ask myself. Uh-huh. Oh, thanks for asking, guys. I'm drinking uh, the Freem Japanese Lager, which was a gold medal winner over at the uh, GABF. I think Miller was a gold medal winner, too. That's where Paps got his blue ribbon. Aye, because it was best in show. <laughs> yeah, I'm having it's gonna be one of those weeks. Stash IPA from Independence because it's among all the leftover baby shower beer. Yeah, you want to also use this koozie that I found somewhere for the Frisco Police Officers Association. So if we're caught like drinking and driving, I'm like. Oh, excuse me, sir. I actually support the local Frisco police. Uh, and I will answer JM's. He's drinking a yellow belly. I am. In my Ain't Texas koozie. 
<laughs> Fun fact, uh, Cody, the Rangers AA affiliate is up in Frisco, the Frisco Rough Riders. Like is that R-U-F-F? Uh, no, it's R-O-U-G-H. They're either super in the DMX or super in the gay sex. Take your pick. Or Gates sex. Gates sex. Yeah, that was still a good title. <laughs> oh, did y'all, yeah. did y'all see the uh, what I sent y'all from DMX's funeral? Oh, yeah. Like, they Absolutely. fucking brought him to the burial site in a monster truck. Yeah, dude. That and the whole like all of Barclays was filled up with uh, the Can-Am spiders and sports bikes too. Yeah, just like everything from Rough Riders Anthem. Just <laughs> what a good, what a great way to send off old Earl Simmons. Earl, it still blows my mind that his name is Earl Simmons. Earl. So as we're talking about this, I'm gonna. I've I've got it muted, but I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna find like one of those soundtracks or clips to put in (laughs) where I where Cody's last question where Cody asks about is it Ruth's Chris, and I'm like wait Ruth, and then we have the whole conversation which we actually figured out that Ruth's Chris is a lady named Ruth who bought the Chris Steakhouse in New Orleans. And I'm just going to slice it in there, and then we're going to have Cody <laughs> welcome us back. Guys, I am so sorry. Th- uh, but on the backside, right, like, at least we didn't have anything planned. Right? Yeah, well, it's kind of a nice breather over here. I, got a, I, I have a sound device. Oh, wait. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, <here>. oh, <sighs> okay, so we, we already talked about how our week's going. We know what we're drinking. Um... I think one of my favorite things to talk about on this podcast is what do you fucking cook Food. this week? <laughs> we did that one in pre- <laughs> we did that one in pretty little loggers. <laughs> we definitely did that one in pretty little loggers. I remember that. Oh. I right, made so I'm ready to go. Ne- oh, go ne- next good ne- next good thing people say I'm going to I'm going to hit the horn. So <laughs> uh I made at an appropriate time prior to the podcast so I didn't have to get up during the middle of easy, an episode. Easy, Of course, I, with this amount... Hit the with, record button. Bitch. With as much audio as I lost, I might as well have gotten up in the middle of an episode. Um, <laughs> I did... I grilled pork shoulder, and and then I did um, some boiled carrots and potatoes to go along with it. And then I made... I put a little... I made a little bit bigger batch of bread dough than I usually do, and then I cut it in half and made two loaves of um, ch- uh, like a white, thick-cut, sharp cheddar bread uh, with salt and uh, sugar in it. Yeah. It's pretty happy. Wow. Did you just Owen Wilson me? <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, that was – oh, I did, a, I did a chopped chicken Caesar salad. For like three days in a row, that was pretty good too. I put, I was I was kind of like using up what I had left, so I put. Sh- it's not a traditional Caesar. It was a Caesar salad, and the fact that I put Caesar dressing on it, but it had shaved, um, shaved carrots and walnuts in it too, just because I had those left lying around. The walnuts and the Caesar dressing do not go well together, by the way. That Fun checks fact. out. Yeah, I um, last night I got um, as I usually do. Hanging out with old army buddies, got very wow. fucking drunk. That's right. You called me last night. <laughs> yes, you called oh, me when you're at the bar. Yes, um, correct. 
So, got home, and I realized I had baguette and Dewey. Ooh, and Dewey. I haven't I, found Andouille out here. Andouille's already smoked, so really it was just like, oh man, you know what I can do is just grill up a bunch of fucking, I can grill up the baguette, so I just, what do I do? What do you do to bread? You don't sear it. To bread? Toast? You toast it. To toast it. it. So toasted and butter, mayonnaise, cilantro, andouille, Mm. chopped nice, um, and that was my drunk dinner last night. Yeah, did you not have the only thing that would have made that better is if you had a little bit of green onion. Green onion or maybe just some like or uh, chives. Some slaw. Not like not like creamy slaw. Slaw would have been like good. Some some, slaw some good nice. crisp like cabbage slaw. No, I mean like I went grocery shopping as soon as I woke up this morning. I was like woke up and I was like uh my buddy called me at like nine AM. He's on the East Coast. I'm obviously West Coast, so there's a three-hour difference. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, good, to, good to hear from you, friend. You know you have a microphone that you can just say that into. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I had to yell it. So You're just like, oh. I guess I'm not sleeping in. Last night, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, headache. I fell asleep on the couch watching Star Wars with a beer in my hand because I was all fucked up was it one of the good episodes was it uh like episode one no no i was doing mandalorian just all hammers uh, i just really i only said that because i expected backlash about how good of a character jar jar binks is and nobody cares it's just star wars man like george lucas is not a good writer well i mean probably did, and probably like a closet pedophile too did, i always thought didn't he steal not steal but didn't he appropriate dune into star wars it's very no similar. no it was a uh, japanese like uh samurai movies oh, okay the castle maybe i don't know huh well hmm. i don't know cody did you say what you cooked dude i didn't cook shit this week I, we've been i've been like eating out like every fucking meal seems uh, like wait, wait whoa 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 whoa! you had this big fucking party at your house and you didn't cook anything no, i'm sure mark did a brisket. Up, no brisket i'm sure yeah, mark did I'm, a brisket I, I yeah i'm banned so and i didn't feel like <laughs> i could have tried to redeem myself on a brisket this weekend but i didn't want to be tied to a pit for 10 hours you know i wanted to yeah enjoy the it day. is a lot easier when you've got somebody else there that you're like all right hey i'm gonna go drink for two hours you watch the pit then i'll come back and drink for two or watch the pit and then you can drink for two hours wait you're telling yeah. me you guys watch the pit and you don't drink well yeah but like if there's a party going on you you have to be within like a 15 second and like within yeah, like within you gotta be there like oh god i'm losing heat within 15 you seconds you need to have like the firebox open wood into it firebox closed so you can get temperature going again like you can't be off partying with people it makes it difficult yeah i'll I'll, I'll move on that that makes sense so uh oh and my cousin he's as well he came out and i used mark's welder to fix the pit so i think it should be uh in good shape next time you use it so that's good oh get that uh seal it up there on the top bracket on there Yeah. yeah 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 I think I'm going to try to smoke a pork butt next weekend because my goal next weekend is to get the flooring done in the expansion in Brittany's office. Yeah, because y'all are like five weeks out from oh, due it date. Oh, it could happen during this podcast, which would be bad because I've been drinking. 
But she's just going to have to drive herself. You're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're like hey. I'm going to Uber there. This is getting Uber. Oh, shit, we need clothes? I'm super I'm super <laughs> self-conscious now, and I keep looking up at, uh, at freaking um, the Reaper file to make sure that we're still recording. What a shit show. Yeah, no, no, it, if, if any week it's going to fuck up and lose audio, this is the week to do mm. it. Oh, so I had feedback in person last night from a listener. Oh, family doesn't count, though. It wasn't a family member. What? Is it I a friend? Actually, yeah, like my friend Jacob listens every like every week. Apparently, I didn't know. Wait, is this the <laughs> is so? Who is the guy? Um, let me pull up the Insta real quick. But somebody has been like just oh, recently. Oh yeah, we've been getting feedback from somebody. Yeah, just recently, somebody's been engaging us um, in the DMs. Uh, you know, you know what it is. I, They're hitting. I think it, it showed his friend being Aaron Davis. Collis, uh, Collis Malloy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's a that's a, a friend of mine. I went to college with him. Really. Okay. Collis is a, he is on the brink of actually being amateur good at doing like online gaming. So ta- and um, he has his own Twitch too, I guess. Okay, so we need to be plugging him probably if he can plug us. Uh, I mean, like he listens every week. He likes the content, but also, what did Collis say? Uh, no, he's just into the DMs. Uh, I. So, like, he mentioned us in a story, so I guess that he probably, like, grabbed one of our stories promoting an episode mm. back in March. And I said, Cody's always going to do Cody things. Um, and this is the episode after Cody came out. Uh, loves Cody. And then he says, uh, it caught me off guard. Pure Cody or pure comedy. Cody things are my favorite. And I said, I actually, so I got to go back and find this episode now. Because this is like two weeks after Cody came out. Because I said I actually spent time in post increasing his level. Of the ma- came to visit. Oh, I came know what it was. Visit. So it was. It's where he said you when can't. You're fucking covering the mic. No, 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 no. I know. I know exactly what it is now. Because I said I actually spent time in post increasing his levels to make sure that came through. And it was the episode where Cody said, "Good night. We love you," and you can't out pizza the hut. <laughs> and that's what he. That's what he loved. And then. Uh, then uh, Cody put up the story this week about the old boy running the riding the Lone Star can like a mechanical bull, and he said, "I'll drink to that." <laughs> I, I've been consciously thinking, like, okay, there's some things that I'm posting to my personal Insta stories that could probably be good drunk week and review posts. So I, I try to get stuff over there. And then Sammy McLean is, I'm assuming, a high school friend of yours. We went to college together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the he went to he went to McNeil also. Janet Pritchard. That would be my friend Grant's mom. Oh, okay. So we've got three former, from her. Former Marine. So, you know. Whatever. Three from her. Um, of course, the uh, usual well, we suspects. Got the, we got the Litter Genie recommendation. <laughs> Is that what the cute felines was? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, cool. So he pitches a cat. It's like, no, no. It's like, oh, hey, I love the Litter Genie. You guys should try it out. Yeah. So I, because that was the one that I responded to. It said, we're dog people. Nice try, Isis. Um <laughs> And but the, there, so Tim Vano, who uh, so Vano friends with fallen deity. Yeah, Vano was one of my was one of my kids at uh, Fort Hood. Okay, I do want to come back to his post because he actually has. I don't know. We could probably talk about that for ten minutes, but um, yeah, because that's what I put up like Tuesday to the story asking. I was like, all right, I'm kind of like out of ideas, and we knew that the Chauvin case had ended. And I go, all right, let's give the audience like the chance to talk to us about what they want to hear. Uh, like, do we go police back to back weeks or whatever we do? And then that's kind of where I came up with the idea. I was like, no, fuck it. Reset week. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to come back and touch on his. He's a I streamer. Think that's also, some, that's an interesting little conversation we can have. But so my friend Jacob saw him last night at the baby shower. He listens every week. He's got a job. Where he's like, no, I have nothing but time. So thanks for having this. <laughs> so it's like, oh, happy to help. How, you know, you're welcome for my service type thing. And, um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You're welcome for my service. And uh, he said it, he had some good feedback in that. He said that, you know, I really thought that you guys would sort of establish like what line you are presenting, essentially. What do you what does he mean by that? Like what side we're coming down on in a story like we're like we never like I'm very wishy washy. You're better. JM is better at saying, no, this is what I think. I always like nuance shit. And Aaron sort of is a blend of me and you on that. Really? OK, well, that, I mean, that's my that's my interpretation. Of pro, our oh, podcast. so we have to disagree and argue. No, 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 no. no. I think no, he's, no. I th- he's just saying he, you know, he just thought that like, at, at this point that we would. He likes the direction we took from Pretty Little Loggers. So that's good. Wait, so he listened <laughs> to Pretty Little Loggers also? Yeah, <laughs> that poor guy. I know. But uh, he just like, oh, I just like, you know, once you got once I saw you guys are doing current events, which which he's like, I always thought you should have been doing like me. It's like like I just thought like I would have a better idea of like what your actual stance on everything is I'm like okay you know so i think i will try to do a little better at like this is exactly what i think fuck nuance be damned not every time because i i don't believe in just being willfully blind to one idea or another but i do think there's stuff that I could do a lot better. Like, no, this is exactly what I believe. So that was good feedback. I thought. Okay, that's good because if he's, because I think we've said it several times. Like, this is as a podcast. This is where we stand on something. Um, oh, there's things like we as a group like, nope, you know, like fuck police brutality, shit like that, or the Uyghurs or whatever that we always bring up and stuff like that. But okay, so I always mostly I, I think I do it just because I say that I'm the uh, like. I'm I'm always the one with those weird like outlying opinions, but you know shit like the Proud Boys or what was the other, what was the other really weird one that I said that you guys were like, oh my god, I know that it was just a couple of weeks ago. Every like, time, every time you like to say that uh, the Middle East has been embroiled in conflict since the dawn of time, I'm like, no dude, <laughs> no dude, no dude, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, and th- I I did I like, did every I, time you say that I'm like this is. This is a great thought, however... Uh, Completely accurate, and I'm not wrong. Cool. I mean, there's the Thanks. whole like Ottoman Empire where they're like <laughs> under one rule for a millennial. Millennia. Millennia. Uh, I, did, I did do some research, and middle age is generally defined as 40 to 60. 40 to <laughs> 60, 40 to 50. But I don't think that's fair. Like, if, you, if we did side-by-side pictures of, like, JM and his dad at the same age. We're identical like, twins. Like, really? Like, I just feel like I look so much younger than my dad at, did at thirty three. No, we. I have I have school pictures of him. Um, and we're actually hold on. Y'all y'all continue on because I'm gonna go but grab. I don't look like I don't really look like my dad either. So, uh, yeah, it's not really fair. Like, as far as I, like, probably once a year, I ask my mom's like, "So, dad, really?" And she's like. <laughs> Yes, he's really your dad. <laughs> really? There's the, it's that disparaging. I would say so. Now, he looks just like my little sister. 
Like they are spitting images of each other. All right. So this is this was taken in nineteen. 19- 19 I'm going to try and describe this 83 uh, Fargo style 1983 uh this is my dad and my mom's wedding uh, Oh so he's kind of funny looking Yeah so dad was 20 there's, Well how dad, is he funny looking There's definitely going to be ruffle sleeves like 22 at the time right So There he is with the breast teacher in Texas But yeah we we are twins Oh dude yeah you yeah. yeah. We're absolute twins. Soft jawline and everything. Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that with a soft J as well? Yeah. Uh, an aw. Oh. That's a hey M. It's a honyas. Yog. A yog. Hey M. A yaw. A yaw. Yeah. So let's see. There's a. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we not the exact same person? That's nuts. <laughs> Uh yeah, see drinks and everything. Dude, I'm oh, telling you, having, is is your dad drinking a hazy IPA there? <sighs> Not in the eighties. Looks like it. <laughs> Doesn't it? That looks super hazy. I don't know. He was a bartender, so I don't know. I don't, I don't even think hazy existed back then. Um uh, yeah, I've got pictures of him like somewhere. I've got pictures of him every year from first grade to high school, and we put him up against my school pictures. And other than like the sepia tone on it, you would not be able to tell the difference between us. I hope Connor looks like me. I hope Mackenzie looks like you. I hope Mackenzie does not. I hope Mackenzie <laughs> looks like you, so she never has Mackenzie to. Mackenzie will have right? just the most glorious, cool-looking beard. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna come out with a mustache. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, well, I, this all kind of stems from the fans. I. Your buddy was Jacob. You said, "Yeah, yep. Jacob." Yeah, that's super. Like, it's super cool that we're getting that kind of interaction. So, I was on, um, I was on uh, Fallen Deities. I was on Aaron's Twitch stream. I think Monday or f- Wednesday. He's changed up his Twitch schedule now. He streams Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And I was on. I think it was Monday night. Um, I was watching like the Rangers game or something. I just kind of had it set off to the side. Or no, I was gr- I was playing MLB the show and I was listening to him and. Um, Tim Vano was in there. So his last name, his last full name is this like giant um, Norwegian last name that nobody can ever pronounce correctly. But the first four letters are uh, V-A-N-O, so everybody just calls him Vano. And he was saying, he was like, yeah, I need to catch up on their stream. Like I've missed the past couple weeks. It's like, holy crap, like people are actually out there listening to us, which for yeah, me is I- still weird. I mean, we're not... We're not famous by any means. I'm, I'm I'm not to the point yet where I'm like, yeah, I'm, let's set up a Patreon and have people subscribe subscribe to us, and we'll set up stretch goals and stuff like that. But that's why I wear sunglasses in public so people don't recognize me. <laughs> is that you what know, it I is? Like, I can just for like get my months, groceries. I did, um, for a few months, I did a little bit of online dating, and uh, uh, my girlfriend Cameron hit me up, and she goes, hey, uh, I got a buddy that's into you. And I was like, okay, cool. And she goes, you're the guy that cycles in podcasts, right? And I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> what? So, like... Yeah, that was me. I turned it off. I got rid of it. Wait, so you had a mutual... Was it a mutual friend? Like, it was a somebody that... It was a friend of yours that she knew? A friend of mine was talking to her friend, and her friend um, discovered me through the power of the internet. And started listening um, to us. 
know, just knows that I podcast. Why you're ashamed of that? Yeah, you're white. Not ashamed. The only reason I'm ashamed of it is there's some episodes where I'm like, "Ooh, I really wish that one would be deleted." I wanted to run for public office. Absolutely not. None of us are running for public (laughs) office anymore. Uh, We did absolutely not. What was that like back in November? I got that text from like the Williamson County like Democrat Party. They're like, "Are you interested in running for office?" And then I was like, "Sure." Well, you did run. Okay, yeah, fuck it. There's going to be lots of corrections in this episode. We are recording again. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay. So, yeah, so yeah, the the Wisdom County Democrat Party is like, ah, do you want to run? And I was like, sure. And I started doing like going through stuff. I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. I can't run for office. That's that's not good. Like you're not, no one is digging into my fucking past. I nope. Well, That's outside funny. of the outside of the podcast, there's other issues that are at hand. Oh yeah, my whole life has been problematic. This they would not work. Oh, <laughs> uh, the uh, you you did apply to be on like the library. I, hey, I really think I could have been the library board, but there's some nepotism at play, probably. Probably. Hey, we had an episode crest fifty plays. Nice. Yeah, COVID free zone, Texas. Oh yeah, I was looking up the other day. We like, talked that, about that last week. That's a big. Yeah, it wasn't over fifty yet, though, was it? No, it was. Oh, okay. Well, we're 111 plays short of a thousand. So everybody, get out there. We need 111 organic listeners this week. Let's do it. <laughs> like, like we're ever gonna get there? Uh, it's kind of sad. We'll get to a thousand. Yeah, with like ten more episodes, we will. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness gracious! The um, current man. balance zero dollars. No one will pay us for our. I know our it's content. it's weird, right? The other weird thing is when uh, whenever we don't need to be going down rabbit holes, we make two hour episodes, and whenever we do need to be going down rabbit holes, we're like, "Hey, the audio the audio keeps blanking. It's just bad days." Uh, all right, so I want to go to a a Facebook post that Aaron put up this week um, about about some garbage-ass band from, like, the UK or something like that, the Von Bondies or something like that. There's also a video about Special Forces. They're from Forces. Detroit. Close. There's also Whatever. a video about Special Forces Dolphins that keep meaning to watch. <laughs> uh, but it was, I think the picture was them, and maybe the picture was just them in UK or something like that. Anyway, but y'all said y'all were going to have a different conversation about how bad Garage Rock is. And I also hate Garage Rock like Aaron does, so I can't wait to get into this. His eyes are so wide right now. You kind of hate everything except for like three things. No, 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 no. Not at all. I just generally don't like Garage Rock. Although Aaron did get me into... um, Okay, let's let's, let's, let's take a step back. Let's define Garage Rock. This is the Garage Rock episode. Let's fucking do it. Let's Aaron got it. Aaron got me into that one band. Um, the freaking I'll find it here in a second. It's on one of my playlists. The Hives, the Vines. No, it wasn't one of those. Because um, I had a whole po- I had a whole um, playlist on here. It was called "Shit Aaron Makes Me Listen To." <laughs> <laughs> it was when we were in Korea together. He's like, "This is awesome," and after you played enough times, you're like, "Yeah, this is moderate." Um. <laughs> But there was one, uh, man. I could think like it's. I could think of the tune in my head. The 
Diamond rugs. Yeah, diamond rugs. Diamond rugs. Yeah, so I do like the diamond rugs. So the diamond rugs are cool because they, like, kind of bridge between, like, alt country and garage rock. But garage rock. It's like T. Hardy Morris. T. Hardy, correct. Yeah, I like T. Hardy, too. Alternative. Yeah. Yeah, Hardy's good. Garage rock is probably my favorite genre. Because that's like that two like would you say that's like that two thousand one to two thousand three four five like the Strokes type shit. Close, but yes, um, that'd be your White Stripes, Strokes, the Hives. Um, geez, I, the Vines. That's what comes to mind. The Vines. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I would say out of all those, the White Stripes kind of... Oh, Black Keys probably involved in that. Black Keys, sure. But, um, so the White Stripes... What about Alicia Keys? They're probably the group that, like, transcended all that shit and, like, they're still, like, a... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, a cornerstone band? Even... even Well, Jack White in particular. Well, so Jack White is... He's seen as, like, a a once-in-a-lifetime talent type guy. That guy is awesome. Like... Yeah. And we brought it up on this podcast about that, uh, that documentary, This Might Get Loud. And just watching him in that, that thing's is rad. awesome. Yeah, it's a rad documentary. So before, so we, we're, before we're, 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 what were you going to say about the the Facebook post? No, no, because y'all said you were going to have a whole conversation about how it's still relevant music, and I was like, oh, okay, well, because it's not it's not what I listen to, so I don't. I figured so we could. I get, wouldn't say that it's it's relevant the same way that it was twenty years ago. Um, garage rock and roll music was really cool in the early 2000s because there was only really one way to become exposed to it. And that was through independent sources or I don't know a lot of those case the the MySpace. A lot of those bands so, you named off were like yeah, had MySpace. huge radio presence. The Hives, the White Stripes, the, hives, the oh Black man, Keys. The, hi- and the Hives are Swedish, oh, yeah. right? What's that? Uh, Norwegian. The Hives are Swedish, Norwegian. Yeah. And the Vines. The Vines Australian. Were, Vines Australian. had a huge radio presence. Australia. Um, you're, you're oh, like, there was a the the God, what they're called like stereo stereogram. I don't know because mm-hmm. there's like a very fine line between like garage rock and all like almost like alt punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, gonna, it's funny that you bring that up. So the guy um, from the Von Bodies that got beat up by the guy from the White Stripes. He used to just tell me he's like I. It's called um. I call it uh, blues punk. That's all he used to call. It. He's like, okay, oh, it's I get just, that. It's it's a it's a blues punk band. We're a blues punk band. Yeah, because yeah, they're really like, not like, like they're not too far off. A lot of that a lot of that genre, especially the ones that made radio. You know, um, they're not too far off from like I feel I feel like anybody who has, for the most part, unless you're a purist. Um, who has like a Hives, a Vines, a White Stripes album, Black Keys, probably also has like an All American Rejects album, and nah. yeah, I like it's pretty dang close. So all like I feel, swing, I, swing, I, I swing. Think I, you know, I like, hear what you're saying, and I think All American Rejects kind of came at like the very tail end of a garage rock. That's what I'm saying. It's era. like it, it, I don't think it'd went, be like, too super. Fu- then they went super pop. Well, yeah, they they transitioned into like pop punk. That's oh, what I'm saying. Could, is there? It's I not too far like, off. Get in my truck and jam. I hope I hope he gives you hell like that. That that's a slapper. 
Yeah. Or or Nerd Rock, which was like Weezer's Weezer. blue Weezer. album. Yeah, right? Weezer. Well, all of Weezer. Weezer and Weezer, I think. Oh, uh, well, there's Weezer, Ween. and then there is Ween. whoever Malcolmus was, Stephen Malcolmus. Was that... Um, Third Eye Blind? No. No. No, it's well. Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins. And then you had... No, wait, what? No, no, I was confusing st- whoever Stephen Malcolmus is with Stephen Jenkins. Yeah, but who's Stephen who's Stephen Jenkins? From Third Eye Blind? No, right? Oh yeah. Well, Richard Jenkins is the dad from <laughs> the old uh, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. <laughs> don't lose your dinosaur, Jam. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> Who am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking. I always get them mixed up. It's not Third Eye Blind. It's Matchbox Twenty. I was thinking of lead singer of Matchbox. Rob Thomas. Thomas. Right. Same it band. is the same band. Unless you listen to like real old Third Eye Blind with like Graduate, you know, something like that off their first album. Graduate is my favorite song. Bar none. Yeah. Then, like, then there's a differentiation between, like, it's hard to confuse Third Eye Blind and Matchbox 20 at that point. You know, ver- I think like there's a totally different vibe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But as you get into, like, the later Third Eye Blind <laughs> and Matchbox yeah. 20, you go, which band is this? Like, which one of these bands is it again? Third Eye Blind's like, oh, cool. Like, they're those guys who sing about doing, like, crystal meth of hookers. Yeah. I can do, I, I can dig that. <laughs> oh, I, I dig it. I just have never done it, so I don't get it. I've done it an accident once. It was very awful. I feel like you would crystal, yes, or hookers. Well, I think it's <laughs> not. I've never done hooker. Thank God. But uh, uh yeah, definitely. You know what? I've uh, I've got a great caveat to that. I will only ever go to a strip club once every ten years. When I was twenty, I went with a bunch of my cousins in Sacramento. And I so you're just getting boners my of your dancer family? out. Correct. <laughs> Keeping it all in the family. And I'm tipping this woman out tremendously. And And you're in the you're we, a young we guy leave in the, the bar army at this and point, I am, right? Well, I was already in the army, correct. Yeah. So uh we're leaving the this bar and we're getting in the car and I realized I was like, Oh, that was all transactional. I will never go to another strip club again. Well, I ended up going again when I was 30, and that's when I realized that uh, strip clubs could be a place of fun. However, for me, I only go every once every 10 years. I hope to never step foot in one again. That's that's the goal. Once every 10 years is fine for me. Have we? I think I've brought it up on this podcast about the only strip club I've ever gone to and that I never want to go back to again. Like so I don't want to go pay to get a boner. Like I I've never had a desire to go to one. Um, and we were, it was 2011. I was at Fort Lee, Virginia, on a weekend pass. That and, this does not sound good. And there was like four of us, right? So I got my, <laughs> you know, it's not good. It is not good. So it starts off not good because so it's me, it's me. Wait, you guys pre-gamed in the bowling alley, right? At no, Bucky's bowl. No. So this is like all, I am the youngest one in the group, and I'm 25, right? So Frank is 27, um, and then you have mother of three who's going into the guard who's like 31. And she works there. And then Gary Chung. Gary, Hot mom. Gary Chung is the other dude that's with us. And Hot wife, maybe. He has a master's in mathematics and just left a university to join the Army as a in- generator mechanic for whatever reason. I never got the full story on that one. So he's got some screws loose. Yeah. So, like, this story starts off with us leaving post on a Friday afternoon on a weekend pass 
where we have pulled our money together and gotten two hotel six or two motel six rooms. Uh, the first stop is the mall, right? And I have to loan hot topic. I have to loan Frank Pack Sun. A hundred. Did you wear your service boots with jeans? No, 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 no. I was at I was at like we were in full civilians. I had my square toed Tony Lamas, my bull hide. Um, but I have to loan Frank like a hundred and ten dollars so he can purchase this engagement rings because when he goes home, he's getting married, right? So like that should have been the first clue. He bought a $110 ring? No, he was $110 short on the down payment. Oh, okay, that's good. It that's was good. like a down payment, right? And he was just 110 bucks short of the down payment at K Jewelers in the mall. <laughs> Outside of Fort Lee, Virginia. Yeah. Um, and so we go from there to this like hole in the wall dive bar that's in a that's in a strip mall. But it's like, yeah, it's Fort Lee, Virginia strip mall. And so that it's basically like five businesses put together in a really long parking lot. I heard a lot. clip. Look, at, look, look above you real quick. Now I know, now I know what to hear. No, we're still going. Okay. We're still going. You scared me. We're back guys. It's when it's, <laughs> it's when my, it's when, when, when you see the uh, mute, like when I go mute on this, that's when I'll clip out. But yeah, okay, we, I just heard like I heard like a weird like I was like, oh god, what the fuck was that? Yeah, no, I'll get through. The, I promise, I'll get through this story. Um, but we freaking so we go to this like dive bar. It's it's a strip mall, which is just a really long parking lot with like five businesses in it. And apparently, like us going in there was too much of a uh, too much of a surge of business at once because we drank them out of PBR and High Life. Like, oh my God, my regulars are never going to have anything to drink now, which tells me they had like two people a day in this place. Frank goes next door and he goes, goes next door, comes back into this bar and he goes, hey guys, there's a strip club next door and they're doing military discounts for $5 entry. We should go check it oh, out. Oh. It's like, fuck me. So, Did you have to loan someone five bucks to get into this place, right? Uh, yeah, I forget. No, I think Frank was like running a credit card at this point, you know, like a star card or something like that. Who knows? That, this is good. Good man. Um, so I, I pay my $5 after I flash my military ID and show this freaking <laughs> so I can get my $5. And I go, they're like, we're going to go get lap dances. I was like, I'm going to go get a beer and it's Friday night, so I'm going to watch the NASCAR race. It's like, <laughs> God, this is the most fucking jam thing ever. Because I do not want to be in a strip club. I've never had a desire to be in a strip club. So fuck it, I'm gonna go watch the NASCAR race. He's like titties or people driving in a circle. Yeah. Well, it was it was truck series, right? So like, I'm gonna watch the trucks go. You were watching trucks <laughs> over titties. <laughs> and so I put down my credit card. And I was like, just, I want to open a tab. And they go, we don't do tabs here. I was like, all right. So I pull out a $100 bill and I go, can this work as a tab? Can I just drink until this is gone? And they're like, absolutely. I go, cool. You got paps? And they go, we sure do. And she gives me a, she gives me a, a bottle of paps. And it's like a seven, oh. it's like a six or $7 beer. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Right. And so I talk to the, I, I tip her like, I tip her three bucks on top because I know I'm about to ask her to change the, uh, change the TV. I'm like, hey, can and you put the, ask her for a spit, and you're going to ask for a spit cut. No, you were allowed to smoke in there and I had cigarettes on me. And so I, I was like, hey, can you turn that TV to the NASCAR race? 
<laughs> so she does. I'm sitting there smoking, drinking PBR. One of the one of the employees walks up, is like, "Hey, good looking," and I start looking around because she's obviously not talking to me. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm talking to you." And I was like, "God damn it!" She's like, "You want to buy me a drink?" I go, "Not really." <laughs> she's like, "You look like you'd use some company." I go, "If I buy you like whatever." juice that you're gonna charge me 10 bucks for can you just go away and she goes yeah so i buy her a drink and she just like walks off <laughs> i was like perfect i can go back to watching my nascar race <laughs> yeah that is peak jm right there <laughs> and that's what i did for two hours oh so speaking of nascar races uh two weeks ago i don't know why i didn't bring it up last week uh, me and my buddies met up this joint in round rock and it's like a really like nice microbrewery Irish thing they just opened up on 79. And that you know it's all good and well they're like doing their own beers, yada yada. Well, on the TV outside there's fucking tractor pulls on. Yes. And that shit was amazing, but also but the best part of it so like you'd watch the tractor pull go down and it's like so it went from tractors to truck series like trucks dragging a big ass trailer like digs in the ground or whatever you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. no yeah no I yeah know. the, Trust the me, best I know. part I will is the watch interview the shit out of that yeah the best part is the interviews afterwards we couldn't hear them so we just like we made up our own dialogue for them but just the people who drive tractors like souped up monster tractors and monster trucks that pull trailers are exactly who you think they would be. Oh yeah, yeah no. So, like, have you ever have you ever listened to a um, like a post race interview uh, NASCAR? Uh, probably yeah. So those guys are extremely intelligent about like everything about how the car works. It yes. could be like a five hundred five hundred mile race, you know, like three hundred something laps, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I was coming out of turn three on lap, you know, one ninety seven, and I felt like." Cylinder number seven had just misfired slightly, so I pulled it into the pit. Insane that they just have that like touch and feel. Yeah, and these guys, they're like, yeah, I could feel the I could feel the right wheel loosening up a little bit, and I was sinking in just a touch, so I knew that my springs were getting soft, and we had to do something about it because I could feel myself losing a tenth of a second every single lap. These guys are super intelligent. Those tractor pull guys are like, yep. So I got my 1962 John Deere D301, and um, man, she pulled good today. <laughs> like, yep. Taylor's good pull. Taylor's definitely good. God, God bless America. God bless the troops. God bless Donald Trump, and God bless the deer grave digger back there. Yeah, that's and that's really what it is. And it's also, <laughs> it's also. Oh no, there, there, there was a guy who like. So, like, they're walking up to him for his interview, and his wife, like, nudges him with her elbow, and he takes off his MAGA hat. Because <laughs> you can tell. She's like, honey, do not wear that on national television. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And there's, like, a there's a female tractor puller. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, her name's, like, Dottie. <laughs> it's great. But the um, they would split between doing them, like, post-race and then they like went over to like the other on-air talent, and she was interviewing people in a cornfield. <laughs> it was great. Oh, uh, so, I love. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a slice of Americana that you can't that you can't. Oh, so I, I did get a chance to go. I to, looked it up. So the total amount you could win in a race, a tractor pull, would be twenty five hundred dollars. I don't even know what that pays for fuel to get there. It probably barely. It barely pays for the tires. 
I can't even imagine like so like we all know tractors are not cheap. So imagine getting a, a monster traf tractor that you've now like souped up and put jet fuel into or some shit. <laughs> You're only making twenty five hundred dollars if you win. So all those losers like, well, there goes another week of eating lean. Mm. D- um. So Cody's got my HBO Plus. I guess Aaron, you don't have an HBO Plus login, do you? Or HBO Max? Nope. So I I don't. I watched I watched the new Mortal Kombat yesterday because I was Ooh. so excited. And solid three point five out of ten. Uh, all right, like not terrible with right. the nostalgia, with nostalgia factored in. It's like a five. <laughs> okay, it is terrible. Wow. The nineties movie is way better. That's not saying much. The nineties movie is really bad. Yeah, it is terrible. Oh, if, have I told you guys my like complete hot take that just uh, just fucking infuriates everyone else I know? No, I I don't like Space Jam. I I think Space Jam is a garbage movie. That would be a great time for the audio to drop. <laughs> a fucking wonderful time for my audio to drop. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Why? Oh, are you talking about me or your audio? No, why, why don't you think it's a good movie? It's so bad. Like, Wait, did you just, see this movie when you were like 10? Did you see it? Was this a formative movie of your childhood years for both of y'all? No, absolutely not. Like, my, my parents did not rent me Space Jam. I don't know. Like, growing up, my dad's like, you can't listen to rap music. That's not for you. So I feel like Space Jam was probably put into that a little bit. Aaron? But I, I saw it eventually. I, I'm like 12, and I'm like, and I have like uh, stars <laughs> at my parents' house. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll watch Space Jam. Everyone's always talking about this. It's like, it's like fuck. Michael Jordan, terrible actor. None of it makes sense. It's bad. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, and, you know, now that I'm 33, I know that the whole thing is just a sham. It was like a way of Michael Jordan embezzling his gambling funds while he waited out his one-year retirement where he played baseball. <sighs> There's a really good 30 for 30 about that called Jordan Rides the Bus. Um, highly recommend. Uh, Aaron, d- did you grow up with Did you grow up with Space Jam as, like, a movie in your household or anything like that? Not in the household, but at... Uh I had a couple of friends when I was growing up that uh, we did a lot of overnights between betwixt their house and my house. So probably like big Space Jam and GoldenEye shit. Oh, dude, that was the uh, that's Space Jam, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and then Jurassic for Park. video games, it was Mario Kart, GoldenEye. GoldenEye. So the, your timeline's off by about six years there, but it's uh, about five years. But yeah, that's about right. Cause what do you mean? So Goldeneye came out. Uh, Goldeneye came out in the uh, later '90s, and Space Jam came out in the like mid '90s. Wrong, right? It was Wrong. between '97 and 2000. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. 90s. Oh, you know what? Gold- I'm thinking about it because I owned a '64 in fifth grade. The movie which Tomorrow Never been, Dies came out in 1998. So how the fuck would Goldeneye come out after that movie came out? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because 64 came out in 
64 came out in like 96, right? So Goldeneye came out yeah. in 97. Like Space Jam and Goldeneye. Yeah, it was it was like a one it was a one year. For some but reason, I was also favorite. a PlayStation guy, so maybe that's why I don't like Space Jam. Uh, I didn't have PlayStation money. I had 64 money. They're the same. They cost the same. Like well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have either. Um, however, well, that's because your parents don't love you. True. Well, yeah. well, Liz <laughs> loves you. Only your one dad, of them loves your dad me. The other one, he you. he would kill me if he saw me on the plains of Africa. Like we, a we have not seen. You know, we haven't heard from Liz in a while either on the Instagram. That mm, bitch. I feel like. <laughs> oh no no! I, I, I talked you, to her. I talked to her on Facebook now because she. Oh on really? He he posts something. Uh, I was like, I was like, Liz would not appreciate this. It's like, no, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Mom just got a new place out in um, San Angelo. Her and her wife uh, just moved across town. I kind of like when I go back to Texas this summer. I kind of want to hit her up on the Insta and be like, Hey, Liz, thinking about coming out to San Angelo to say hi. What if he did a live pod from San Angelo from his mom's house? You absolutely should. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because my dad all, doesn't live there all anymore. All of us fly into San Angelo. <laughs> my dad doesn't live there anymore, so I don't really have like anybody to meet up with in San Angelo, but it'd still be dope. I'll come out of my uh, my podcast paternity leave if we get to record in San Angelo. <laughs> I, I do want to do a Texas trip this summer, and, and mostly because I went heavy on Waylon earlier. About a month ago, I was listening to way too much Waylon. Drinking way too much whiskey, dreaming my dreams, thinking about Lukenbach. Mm. Oh, you be man, we gotta get Aaron to Lukenbach. That'd be a good time. Aaron, you're gonna be sorely disappointed when you see how big Lukenbach is. One whole city block, uh, town block, uh, no. village, it's, no. it's an acreage. There, it's it's like fifty acres. Oh, oh! You know, speaking of that, my Sarah Shook albums came in this week, and she yeah. like there was a handwritten thank you note. Um, which is pretty dope. I assume it's from the marketing team. Uh, my um, my J.P. Harris albums are coming in this week. That's why I, I, I'm like budgeting. I'm taking out of my alcohol budget for LPs. Records? For records. Yeah. So I just bought all the J.P. stuff. Um, I did listen to Morgan Wade's album uh, several times at the gym. And I really, really, no, really, so really like f- it. At the first listen through, I was like, all right, nothing new here really like sticks out to me. Then the second listen, I'm like, okay, there's some like there's some like so there's some heaters in here. I really like it. I've been a I've been a big fan of it. Well, that actually brings up a, a great question right now is like what is your favorite album so far this year? This year? Mm. Yeah. What 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 have you been listening to that's come out since um what year are we in? We're in 2021. 2021. Here we go. Uh, Cody, do you have one yet? No, I just pulled out my phone look at my Spotify. So for me, like the album that I've just been cranking is Architects uh, for Those That Wish to Exist, which has been really, nice. really, really good. And they, so their first single off of that uh, was Animals. It came, it came out in like... I don't know. Maybe it came out in December, something like that. It came out at the end of 2020, I think. Maybe the very beginning of yeah. It came out in uh, October, and then because of COVID and all that, it took them forever. But they just re-released their single "Animals" with the 
oh, I gotta look this up. With um, so they are a UK group. Uh, who did they do it with? They did it. They did it live at Albi, uh, live at Abbey Road with an or- with a full orchestra. Nice. Yeah, and it's a really cool music video because it's. I mean, it's like it's metal. It's it's good like driving metal, and then you just have this full orchestra like black t shirts and black pants and just jamming out. Um, it was very Mike and the Moon Pies esque like when you're listening to it and you're listening uh, to all these these just beautiful string instruments in the background. I'm 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 getting remen- reminded uh, for for talking points right now, but. Um, Earlier this week, I found a podcast. It's called Boys in the Band. Oh, I think and you mentioned guys, that to us, right? They interview artists uh, from the early 2000s, like the Von Bondies or the Vines or the Future Future Heads or the Strokes, the Libertines. And it's like all this independent rock and roll music that was really prominent uh, in the early 2000s. Um, and they, they did interview the lead singer of the hives and so my my two favorite artists this year are uh well uh, charlie crockett charlie crockett is that man can do no wrong um 10 10 songs for slim came out um in the winter and then following that i i got the recommendation from the hives to listen to the viagra boys and the viagra <laughs> boys fucking rock dude um, would you say they rock the, hard Oh, I absolutely. They, well, I mean, without the Viagra boys, you would not be hard. That's right. Okay, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad we went the same way there. Oh, they yeah. have a song called Sports. That's gonna be cool. Uh, ain't nice. That's the one you want to listen to. I like the name of their newest album's Welfare Jazz, and I really enjoy the name of that <laughs> album. So I will give these guys a go. That's a what a great title. I feel like that should have been a title. Hold on. I, I want to say that on the back end of their latest album, they have a John Prine cover. They do. Which uh, holy shit! What what song? <laughs> yeah. In spite uh, of ourselves. Oh, that's a really good one too. Okay, yeah, all right, I, Aaron. I, I I I'm taking the bait on that one. Viagra Boys will get are getting a play after this. After a do not night. listen to the John Prine cover first, please. I don't know. Uh, like, give me some. Give me. Give me something I know, and let me see how you take it. Take it on. Yeah, but if we did that, we wouldn't listen to Mike and the Moon Pies anymore because their cover of London Homesick Blues. Yeah, I'm glad that I discovered them before that. <laughs> They're actually going to be actually going to be down your way pretty soon. Uh, I think are they at Copeland? I keep seeing them pop up on my like advertising. Oh, I keep I keep, now that fucking concerts are back. I keep seeing all these dates rolling through. I'm like, I can't go see music for a long time. That's what you get for knocking up your wife. Oh, man. She like it the way the sex is. <laughs> <laughs> that was racist against Italians, and I'm sorry. Hmm. Or Armenians? Is well, it, we have we have very dedicated Armenian list listeners, and I would never I would never say anything bad about Armenia. Mm-hmm. Fuck Kazakhstan. That's the one. Kazakhstan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck those guys. Kazakhstan. All right. Oh, you know, you know, I know we're not doing topics this week, but I thought it was interesting that Joe Biden recognized the Armenian genocide as a genocide. The all, first, like, all the way back uh, in World War One, right? To do that, all the way back in World War One, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like ni- 
so yeah, the this is like the Turkish government killed a million plus Armenians and like because you know they they butt up against each other some disputed territory, and the Turks saw World War One's a good chance to go ahead and try to rid themselves of their perceived problem with the Armenians. And uh, so now I think uh, Joe Biden's actually came out and said, like, yes, that is a genocide, which, you know, no other president has, which I'm assuming that's because of Turkey's NATO status. So, like, that that's my assumption is why everyone pussyfoots around that one. Any other interesting news bits besides the part where all three of us were waiting in front of our phones during the Chauvin trial? No. That was a shocker. Was it? I think I, it was. I, mean, I, I'm, I thought I'm super pessimistic. Like I uh, and you know that a bit, Aaron. Thank you, because that brings us back to our boy Vano's question to us. Vano, not to confuse with Thanos, he doesn't have the power ring. Well, Thanos did nothing wrong. So there's. I did have an ac- uh, one of my instructors at UW. She used to walk into our classroom, and her her coffee mug read. Thanos had it right. Yeah, so there's a because there's a whole sub there's a whole subreddit called uh, Thanos did nothing wrong, and that's where they talk about like okay, controversial I, I might, hot takes. I might rabbit hole on that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so for me, like I am usually pretty pessimistic about juries doing what I perceive to be the right thing, and uh, it was pretty fucking wild. Like, it was that Monday or Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Yeah, I was hanging drywall, and I looked at my phone and saw that. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, of course, I'm with my 63-year-old stepfather who, surprised, he's like, all right, they got that one right. I'm like, whew, thank God he said that, because <laughs> it could have been the other way. <laughs> I was but, watching um, the live stream on, on uh, Al Jazeera, and the trolls that were coming out, it was disgusting. Oh, sure. I was like, I have to turn this off. On Al Jazeera, so, really? So here's a question. So my mom asked me, and I was like, I don't know. I'm training drywall. I can't explain this to you. She asked me, how do, uh, how are you convicted of all three? So murder and manslaughter, like two different variations of manslaughter. I, I told her, it like, it's a way of making something stick in sentencing is basically what how I interpret it. So you guys, and you know, what? Yeah, so he got, convi- he got convicted of murder two, murder three, and... Mm-hmm. Um, like aggravated manslaughter or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So how do you get convicted of all three, and what does that mean for him? Is this so like, there's is it a sentencing thing. There's um, what do you call it? There's components to a crime, right? So like everybody thinks the big one, you know, murder. We'll just go fucking murder. That's the easiest one. So there's it's the big tick. It's the big ticket item. Well, just in general, like when people think of like. Heinous crimes, it's always going to be murder. Um, for the most part. So there's a difference between like murder one, murder two, murder three, right? So first degree murder, second degree murder, and third degree murder. And the it's uh, dependent upon um, it's dependent upon the components of the crime. So for first degree murder, there has to be intent. Um, mm, and intent okay. being like um, so intent being generally when you see first degree, it's like I am planning to kill you and then I kill you. That's what first degree murder is. Is there okay. some kind of forethought, something like that? There's some premeditation involved. 
Yeah, and that's when you hear like you know all your Law and Order episodes or anything like that premeditated murder. That's your murder one, or those are your cap like a capital offense. So he was convicted on second degree unintentional murder, which uh, Floyd's death was without intent while committing or attempting to commit felony third degree assault. So because it w- he was committing third degree assault which is defined as the intentional infliction or of substantial bodily harm, and Floyd died, it is automatically, because he committed assault and then somebody unintentionally died, it is automatically upgraded to second-degree murder. Okay. That, uh, that, that, that's good information to have, and it, that all checks out. So third-degree murder is a perpetrating an act eminently dangerous to others and inv- and evincing uh and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life so this is where you get like your depraved indifference like i acted on something knowing you know without regards for how it might turn out and somebody died that's how you get a third degree murder charge does that make sense okay so would that be like uh you and i get in a fist fight and i punch you and you fall back and no 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 that's open no you're into manslaughter now so, Still just a manslaughter. So, okay. uh, I am going to do something eminently dangerous to you, uh, dangerous to others. So, okay. So, if we are having sex and you tied me up, I like this scenario already. And you tie me up and like start try to asphyxiate me because it's it's risky behavior. Is that murder three? No, because there's consent involved. Uh, okay, so but, you're still okay, a manslaughter. So I'm no, a hooker and you're having sex with me. Still consent. And I don't consent that you can do that. Uh, yes, but you're more along the lines of, like, an act eminently dangerous to others without regard for human life is I am drunk driving, I make Mm. a left turn down a closed road which has a parade, and I strike somebody. Have sex with them, and they fix it. (laughs) Jesus. I strike somebody with my car. Just obsessed with fucking. Mm -hmm. I strike somebody with my car while I'm drunk driving, and they die. I'm acting in depraved indifference of those people around me. I get it. And then he got second-degree manslaughter, which is culpable negligence, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances of causing death or great harm. So this is, I have... He checks out. (laughs) I have built, I have built a small campfire, and because we've been drinking... I've said, Cody, I bet you can't jump over this. Knowing full well that I have a rock or something in my hands that I'm going to throw at you at the exact moment that you, right before you jump, to try to make sure you don't make it over to the fire. Right? So I'm going Uh to intentionally do something to you that could cause, that takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm. And I think it's just going to be funny because I think that I'm just going to, like, hit you and you're going to stumble and, like, roll out of the fire. But unbeknownst to me, like, you fall into the campfire and impale yourself. It's second-degree manslaughter now because I made, like, a conscious effort to try to what I think is going to be funny. But, again, without, like, knowing what the consequences could be, I know damn well I'm trying to make you fall into that fire. And you third-degree burns all over your body or you die, then that's where you get, like, second-degree manslaughter. I do want to say that I think that would be funny if I wasn't injured. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, and I say that because that's exactly like something I would do to somebody anyway. So where does uh where does nailed in the face fall in these uh, manslaughter and murder twos? Uh, that is consent, <laughs> and so there is a level of. So that would be involuntary manslaughter if you lob the nailed in the face bottle over it rolls down and bonks me in just the right spot to render me dead. Yeah. Involuntary manslaughter is defined as unintentional killing that results from uh, from criminal negligence or the commission of a low-level criminal act such as a misdemeanor. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's distinguished from other forms of homicide because it does not require deliberation or premeditation or intent. So, Mom, if you're listening this week, these are the three charges. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. My mom you- probably could have used a lot of this uh, informationally uh, speaking because she probably wanted to murder all of her children. <laughs> and she had to figure out which degree of it, you know, by which method. So, Correct. All right, am, am I the only one who was shocked that all that any variation of guilty came through? Were you guys... Like expecting it. We're not talking about the news this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no. 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 But in all seriousness, I was like, um, when when all the testimony came through, it was like, I have no uh, good feelings towards towards Derek. However, I was like, man, you're fucked, dude. Like all the <laughs> testimonies coming through from every. Um, either police trainer, uh, medical professional, or witness just points to you being a fucking dick. Like, oh, boy. Because um, they pointed out, like, during all that testimony, that I think in, like, 2017, he pulled that he did. knee on the neck thing. Uh, yeah, he Knee on the neck thing before and had been reprimanded for it. He knew a knee on the neck was a fucking no-no. Yeah, I don't want to get into the news. I have thoughts on it. I know, but I, you know, I have thoughts a, on of it. Like, I a listener. I think that I don't think that a nine-year-old should have been testifying. Um, I don't think that okay. I I have an issue with some of the witnesses they brought forth. I don't think a nine-year-old is a viable witness in that case um, because obviously she was a witness. The the nine-year-old is a witness for the defense, which means the defense prepped her, which means. She's going to. They trained her to say exactly what they wanted her to say, and I have issues with that. Um, and anytime yeah. you put a child that young on there crying about a death that she witnessed, it's obviously just emotional. You know, it's emotional manipulation of the jury. There. Well, can I ask you a question? Who's the defense? I'm sorry. Did I say the defense? The prosecution. So, uh, I'm sorry. She was on behalf of the prosecution. She was there okay. on the. State I just want to make sure we were on the same page. Yeah, the state of Minneapolis, or the state of Minneapolis, the state of Minnesota. Um. So I ha- I have an issue with that. Um, okay. I think there was some emo- emotional manipulation going on. Um, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of that John Cusack movie um, from the mid '90s where they take on the um, take on the gun company after the um, after the shooting, and they were able to get in, like in a class action civil suit. Uh, anybody know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Uh, John Cusack. Uh, the gun company movie. This is gonna drive me nuts because it's a really famous movie. Runaway Jury. Runaway Jury, right? Highly recommend it. Um, 
but it's it's yeah because they do they go into the whole like how they pick a jury and i do remember them being pretty interesting yeah so john cusack gene hackman dustin hoffman and rachel weiss um Ooh, rachel weiss and dustin it's a really 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 good movie um and that's kind of like what this reminded me of was only this one factor of it. only this one factor of it reminded me of like obviously you guys are you guys knew exactly what you're doing putting a nine-year-old up there like yeah is her testimony that valid? No, because if you let her go on long enough, then she's going to start explaining like her favorite episode of whatever cartoon show that she watches every Saturday, kind of thing. I mean, that, I mean that goes towards like all those uh, crazy ass daycare satanic rings that like people were getting life imprisonments because eight year olds were saying that they were being flown to Mexico and diddled and flown back to Austin like within three hours type shit. And these nine-year-olds are on the stand saying these things. Yeah. And the jury's like, oh, my God, this has to be true. And like put people away for a long time only for it to be yeah. overturned, you know, decades later when people realize like, what the fuck? We listen to a nine-year-old say that and believe them? Yeah, there's some there's some shitty stuff out there. But we're not talking about the news because I also like I could draw parallels between what's happening with the uh, Micaiah Bryant protests at the moment, also up in Columbus, um, and about some of the repercussions of the Chauvin case and how it's going to affect, how it's going to affect future police actions that are, whatever. I'm going to leave it there because otherwise I'm going to bring up a point. We're going to end up debating it and then we're not talking about news. Okay. Well, um, Vano, I tried. Uh, <laughs> if this if this week is just for us, then um, I mean, I could say it. So, like, I, I fuck it. So, like, repercussions of the Derek Chauvin case we're already seeing in the Micaiah Bryant shooting. Um, the video is really grainy at this point, but I've been able to find lots of unedited um, video. Um, <laughs> fucking, I. Unfortunately, like as 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 much as it hurts to say that a sixteen year old died, um, I think the officer acted accordingly to protect innocent life when she attacked somebody with a knife. Look out! He's got a knife. So, like, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, this child had to die, and she didn't have to die. But in this situation, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, in this situation, a sixteen year old girl died. It's a heated. It's a heated. It's a heated event. Um, but she had a weapon. Yeah, I, I didn't really like the headlines. Like mere moments after Derek Chauvin's convicted, a six-year-old girl is shot in the chest. I'm like those are unrelated. We don't have to put that in the headline. Yeah, and I think that's what you're going to see out of the Chauvin case now. Um, so precedent has been set, and hopefully. Hopefully, the general American public can recognize the difference between what Derek Chauvin did and what a actual justified shooting that protects unarmed innocent civilians looks like. Um, yeah, there we go. That's that's as that's far as I want to talk about. What if instead the officer showed up and like, oh shit, she didn't have a knife and. Th- throws her a knife and then they knife fight and it's consensual <laughs> mm. mortal combat style yeah he's like oh hold on she's unarmed here you go little lady and then like no one had to die they're like now there's knife fighting uh, i actually had a prompt pulled up for that if we ran low on topics about who would win 
Wait, so why does that matter? Like it, <laughs> this this dead girl versus the live girl, they both had knives. No, 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 no. It was gonna be okay. like a, <laughs> I was like, oh god, like a si- like a situation <laughs> a, situ- a situation in which we in which we uh, which we formulated to create the uh, the best outcome possible. It, it was gonna be like it was gonna be like uh, the Pretty Little Loggers death match. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I was gonna say my prompt was or is at this point between Bob Ross. And Mr. Rogers, Steve Irwin, and Mr. Rogers in a three-way battle royale. Well, Bob Ross is like a decorated marine, but Steve Irwin's pretty tough. Oh, and so is fucking Mr. Bob Rogers. Ross Air Force. Uh, Air Force. Okay, he's the weakest link. Rogers Marine, right? Uh, yeah, but there is some. He's not all that. Um, not saying he's like an infantry fucking hero, but he was a marine. Mr. Rob, Mr. Rogers versus Bob Ross. Third no, one baby, again. don't lock him in. Here. And Steve Irwin, right in a three-way battle. So there is dude, the, Steve Irwin. My bet is on Steve Irwin. I, I don't know. I don't know. Did y'all ever watch the show The Boondocks on Cartoon Network? Mm, no. So if you pick up your, to. if you pick up your uh, newspaper, it I don't know if it still is, but it, I've read the comic strip. Okay, the so Boondocks. Like, yeah, yeah. The the grumpy grandpa. Correct. So they made they made a TV show out of that, which is. A great, great, um, like commentary on American, on American society when it comes to Black America, and Bob Ross is one of them. And at the end of the Bob Ross episode, he is shooting at cops running away from him and reminding, reminding the youngest son to always be who he is and draw what he wants to draw. <laughs> I will have to watch this to find out how it got there. If that's interesting, it starts off. It starts off with. Um, the youngest, the youngest uh, of the two brothers, uh, graffitiing Bob Ross's house, and Bob Ross <laughs> comes out, and he's like, "No, no, no, this won't do. Your colors are all wrong. Let's start this over." So he helps the kid like completely vandalize his own house so he can get like the complexion of this graffiti correct. <laughs> oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but Bob- Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. I'm a Steve I mean, Irwin. As long as someone has like a stingray tail on them, he's gonna, yeah, Steve Irwin. <laughs> I was gonna say because he got punked. He got punked by a stingray. I feel like that stingray is the fucking size. Okay, okay, of but all each, of us. but each one. Okay, how about this? Each one gets a weapon. So Bob Ross is obviously gonna have like a painter's brush, like one of the one of the good thick horsehair brushes that's like pointed at the end. So he's going to use that like as a knife, or he's going like to like a, no, no. It's going to be used like the cat of nine tails, and, or yeah, he could turn it around sense. and whip you with it, right? Um, and Mr. Correct. Rogers has like a cardigan that's also nunchucks, and then I think <laughs> yes, and I think Steve, Ir- <laughs> I think Steve Irwin, much like um, King of the Hill and Dale, instead of pocket sand, he has pocket crocs, and he just throws out tiny little alligators or crocodiles at his enemies. Oh, see, I was thinking more like Black Panther, where he's got like, like gloves that are just alligator teeth on them, and he like he hits you with the just fucking jaws you with his alligator teeth. Well, but I don't think Steve Irwin would have an alligator tooth necklace because he's there to protect the alligators. Crocodile? crocodile. No, no, no. They they fall out though. Yeah, but he's not. He's there to protect them, and so I got to remember alligators are ornery because they got so many teeth and not enough mouth. Yeah. It's because their medulla no oblongata is so small. No, no excuse me. Yeah. No tooth. No, no toothbrush. That's right. 
They got all them teeth, but no toothbrush. Mama always says. What was the love, it, lo- love interest name in, for that movie? Uh, Vicky? Vicky Valancourt. Oh, Vicky. Who played her? It's like Feruza Balk. So not Veruca Salt, but Feruza Balk, right? Vicky <laughs> Valancourt. Oh, man, Veruca Salt. Uh, who sang that song? 90s. Veruca Salt. Well, oh, Veruca yeah, Salt yeah. is a band. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, I was thinking of... Uh, Vulcan- yeah, they were associated with like the Smashing Pumpkins, right? Yeah, Volcano Girls is who I was thinking of. Uh, uh, they weren't just the a garage rock, but Shed Rock. Shed Close. Rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Uh, carport Rock. Cardboard rock. <laughs> Feruza Balk. Yeah, see, that was close. Yeah, it's Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, so. And I saw boobies and I liked them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Vicky Valancourt, Veronica Fine, right? Mrs. Fine. Mm hmm. Oh, man. That's what we should do. We should let's let's do an audible on this, and let's do a ranking of uh, best looking Adam Sandler co star like leading ladies. Oh God, you're gonna have to give me a rundown on all those who we're talking about. But yeah, Drew Barrymore, uh, Winona Ryder, above I'll Barrymore. Take that one. Salma that one. Hayek is his is his wife in uh, Grown Ups, and I think That's, nothing yeah. nothing beats that. Yeah, Winona Ryder for me. Really? really, I'm not yeah. saying like she's a bad looking yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's I a, mean she's attractive because she mean. stole my heart. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah, right, well. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, I feel like the love interest. Oh, from, oh, from, uh, from Happy Gilmore uh, and Billy, Billy Madison. Madison those uh, could Billy have been Madison, interchangeable. Um, Who was the teacher in Billy Madison? Um, I don't know her name. Miss Veronica Vaughn. Vaughn, not fine. Vaughn, that's right. Miss Veronica Vaughn. And I have no idea what the Chris Farley's little fucking Bridget Wilson. Wilson. That Miss Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece. Bridget Wilson Sampras. I know from experience. What does Billy Madison say? No, you don't. (sighs) Nope. I don't, but my friend, him and her. Uh, guys, guys. Woo-wee. Hey, all right, all right. Uh, 10 degrees, no, was it 10 degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever it is? Um, so I have already mentioned in this episode another movie that she played in. And I've only mentioned like one other Runaway movie. Runaway Jury? No. Oh, so two other movies. I've mentioned like two <laughs> movies. She played Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat in 1995. Oh, the yeah, the first one. That oh, that's her. Wow. Yeah, she was also in Last Action Hero. And how's that one? And House wait a minute, Aaron, have you ever seen From Dust Till Dawn? Oh yeah, it, that's isn't that Selma? No, that's not Selma. Yeah, it is Selma. Oh, it is. That was that was my point. I was like, have you seen that? Mm, all right. Well, get, podcast over. Aaron has homework to do. How many times have you said that? Probably every episode. Yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that makes sense. You never, you never, you never take my my suggestions serious. What? No, I I absolutely do. Oh, how's uh, the Killer Angels? Uh, I'm now five pages in. And it's good. It's been a it's been a busy week. <laughs> oh yeah, I've had family in town. I haven't had any time for reading. So no hangover period. Good. 
I wouldn't say period. Like, I definitely woke up and uh, I might have smoked a bowl and slept for like another two hours. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, I, ate, I made a frozen pizza that was awful. And then I just sucked it up and watched, you know, help Brady open all these gifts for two hours. Yeah, I like uh, you know, I like having a frozen pizza on deck. Like, um, that's you the way to do it. But I, I chose poorly. Like, I, I used was it like a Red Baron or a, no? Oh God, it was no. A DiGiorno's thin crust. And it was so bad, dude. I had I like DiGiorno. So DiGiorno I, makes a they, they make some good ones. They do like a they make a hand tossed well, like a square hand tossed one now. That's yeah, really yeah. good. The pizzeria one, those are good. Uh, I think who was it? Is it? It may be DiGiorno. Somebody makes like a Chicago style too, a deep dish. That's really oh, good. There's, Send there's it. been a, there's been a few uh, folks come out with like a Detroit style that's pretty fucking good too. But it you have to cook it differently. What is the difference between? So Detroit style is so basically Chicago is just like the best way of it's describing, like lasagna with bread on the bottom. That's the Chicago exactly. Yeah, Detroit's, Detroit's like all bread, is right? Kind, yeah. So Detroit style, you kind of have like a a light, fluffy, but crispy, uh, like, bread crust. And, yeah. So, Detroit style is rectangular in shape. It's made of high yeah. hydration dough using bread flour. It's topped with Wisconsin brick cheese, cooked tomato sauce, and has a chewy and crispy flat crust. Yeah. Chicago style. But it, it's, it's like, it's a... Uh, it's not dense. It's it yeah. It's very porous, but that's it gets crispy that way too. Yep. And then Chicago style is round and made of flaky dough, using all-purpose flour mixed with olive oil and butter. It's topped with mozzarella, Italian sausage, and cooked in uh, cooked tomato sauce, and has a one and a half inch tall crust. I, yeah, I still haven't had anything to eat today. I I last night when I got real <laughs> fucked up, I oh, I yeah, made a. I made that uh, andouille sausage sandwich, and, uh, you know, I woke up at bright and early at 8 o'clock in the morning and uh, immediately that's went late. That's late grocery you, shopping. Isn't it? That's gen- that's kind of late for you, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Um, I normally wake up at 6 a.m., however, because I was drinking till one thirty, passing out, watching Star Wars. You need um, some time. Yeah. You know, I, I quote unquote slept in. Um, yes, <laughs> I slept until shoot. I slept until like seven today, nice. and I, I'm such a I'm such a dad because I I slept until seven and I was like, yeah, I woke up. I I still woke up early even on the day that I slept in. So I got up and I'm eating a bowl of Reese's Puffs while I'm sitting here watching the news on a Sunday morning. In his underwear, and I'm like, oh yeah. Like, in my underwear, I haven't run the AC at all this month because my last two electric bills have been through the roof, and I was like, fuck this. So I haven't run the AC, and it's like 64 in the apartment because it's been wonderful temp, and it feels great. So I, I throw on, like, my underwear, and I've got a hoodie on, feeling great. And I was like, yeah, I'm watching this. All right, I'm going to let this just, you know, I'm going to let it settle. i got to let it digest. And then I'm going to go to the gym. And then I woke up from my nap at eleven o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> there goes. The, well, should we? Uh, <laughs> this like I've taken squir- three naps the, the today. Squirrel cup. <laughs> the squirrel fuck of a podcast episode we've done this week with no direction. 
Should we wrap it up and let Aaron go finally eat his carnitas and Spanish rice? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that we were getting that far into it, but um, it's. I mean, we we're could, like an hour. Uh, I could go for cracking another beer and just rabbit holing another. We could do that. We. I mean, we're. We've got time to kill. Go grab. Okay, a, so maybe. Go grab a beer. Yeah, no, you, you know what? Eaten. Go grab you a beer because I've got one more left in the hole. Oh, I pulled oh, out. Well, uh, I pulled out four mom, for this episode. Mom, this one's for you. <laughs> uh, uh, don't turn Liz. your don't turn your mic off though. <laughs> oh shit! So while he's getting this, I want to hear more about Cody's shed that he's going to build. Um, since we're being dad okay. stuff, just give me cool. like a quick like one minute rundown. <laughs> okay, so I start off the basic shed with like nothing to it. And I'm going to add, like, the plexiglass window on the door, and then I'm going to have a window in the back. But below that window, why are you going to have two a window? sets of 16-inch shelves. Why are you going to have a window in the back? Are you putting this up against the chain link, or are you putting this in the back left corner, that, uh, that northern I don't know where corner? to put it yet, but I want there to be some, like, lighting in there, so, like, it's just not always just fucking pitch dark can even I, during the day. Can I make a recommendation? Uh, they make sure. solar-powered uh, lights. With a small, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, with a small um, capacitor, um, yeah, so you yeah. can charge, and you can just drop that thing on, and then drill a hole underneath that, and you know, drop your line through it, and then you can have a small cap in there for a light. So, like, you could have light in there also, and it's completely solar powered, so you don't have to worry about tying into the house electricity. Okay, so maybe I don't put the back window, but I for sure want like. The door thing to like get some cracked light in there looks nice. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm looking at just getting like an eight by eight. I think. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, they're expensive. I looked at getting one for mom's house years ago, and it was, do I want to risk pouring foundation and fucking up a foundation? Because I know I can build it. the The wood and all that, I'm not gonna have a problem with. It's do I risk building a foundation on top of freaking limestone when I know it's just gonna move around on me in ten years? Yeah, so I don't start to sound like a shitty version of like uh, the car guys on NPR. <laughs> like, yeah, so I don't think I'm going to go with the slab. I'm just going to go with uh, some some he, some pier and beam. It's the alternator. Yeah, he thinks it's the alternator. Uh, <laughs> oh, have you uh, hey, have you checked that deer air filter? Oh, here here we go. All the way back to how my week was going, Aaron. Uh, I discovered. Do you remember the good thing yet? Uh, yeah, and the good thing is actually a bad thing, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. I should talk about it. Um, after I sunk 5H lag bolts into my wall to hang my TV in January, I was sitting there, and for what, so I've got my, my TV pulls out from the wall, like the mount it's on. It pulls out, and it rotates, right? So, like, if I'm in the kitchen, I pull my TV out from my wall, and I can rotate it, and I can... You know, if like I'm watching the ball game or something while I'm cooking, or if I'm watching a TV show, I can be at the, I can be in the kitchen watching nice. my TV. And then when I pushed it back, it didn't like I had it at kind of an angle, and I was looking at it and I go, "Oh shit! I think my TV's hung crooked." So since I discovered that fucking Mish, since I discovered that on Wednesday. Every time I sit on my couch and watch TV, all I can see is this light. And we're talking, it's it's only like a one or two degree tilt. Uh, degree. But I can see it, and it drives me up the wall. And 
but the problem but you can't redo it because they're five eighths yeah, inch lag bolts. <laughs> they are yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, you can't redo it. So I would have to take the I would have to like take the TV up enough. You got to move. Yeah, you just got to move apart. Well, and everything in here, um, they're not. It's not wooden studs. Um, all the studs in here are metal. So the TV is. I I bought some very very good. Um, uh, what are, drywall? Uh, what are they called? Uh, like when you when you when you hang when you hang. Oh, shit, I can't think of what they're called. Wait, <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it's it's like what you would do if you hang if you hang something semi heavy off the wall. Um, and you get. Oh, did Brittany just ice you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like getting up. I was like, all right, if Aaron's cracking a beer, I'll pour like a little taster of a whiskey. And like 30 minutes ago when I yelled like, hey, baby, don't lock me in here. I didn't I couldn't see what's like on the other side of the door. I'd see like the stool. I open the door and there's a fucking smearing off ice. <laughs> so this, would, this would be my second icing of the past 24 hours. It's been 24 hours since I last uh, tasted the sweet nectar of. Smirnoff Ice original. I right. the last time I, I did a Smirnoff Ice, I was on the east side of Tacoma. It has lemon notes. <laughs> She's watching me chug this, so I have to take this. Yeah, well, you me, have to. So. Well, first of all, you have to get down on the knee and do it correctly. Yeah, Aaron. So if you're gonna get a get a pick for this week's episode, this would be the pick. I would say. Is it me? I don't know. I can't. I can't take a fit. Take, I can't take a picture. You of can't the same selfie time. yourself. Fucking. Come on, Cody. Oh yeah, that's my boy right there. <laughs> oh man, he is good for him. As my dog just licks my feet during that. Which one? Well, I'm surprised the dog didn't try to hump your foot or something. Oh, oh, now my teeth hurt. <laughs> well, mm. well, things took a turn. Got. Things took a turn. Oh, I like your I like your Australia koozie. Is that our very first like on air icing? It is. <laughs> we have a new tradition. Uh, I'm next week. Jam will be the week following. <laughs> Just accepting like no one's accepting packages anymore. Nope. He says. <laughs> Dude, you know how great it'd be if we just start mailing each other Smirnoff ices across the country and icing each other. <laughs> Or what if like Aaron starts like getting drunk on Saturday and like he just mails his army buddies ices instead of calling them? That's a good idea. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, buddy, remember me? Iced." That's good. It's, yeah, that's, an, that's an interesting idea. I wish it was legal. Uh, no, you could ship alcohol. Um, the, uh, Andy. Titchener was telling me about a way to uh, ship booze across the states because I was I was going to send Aaron a coat a bottle of um, Garrison. Oh, Garrisons! Yeah, I was going to send Aaron a bottle of Garrison. I can't believe my wife just iced me. I I'm glad that your Fuck. wife iced you. <laughs> your she wants your drunk dick. <laughs> no, like I'm not trying to put in a preterm labor. Is that what happens? Uh, I mean, I'm not doing too much detail on the podcast, but like, we're just we're at a mo- we're a, we're at a time in the pregnancy where like 
one wrong sneeze and we're in the hospital. So. <laughs> Oh like, man! It it could be anything. Oh, oh Jesus, that's wonderful. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're hoping we're hoping everything stays cooking till the twenty eighth of May, but it could be any time. I've got a couple of notes for you on that. Number one, I am proud and very happy. However. I'm a little disappointed that your uh, your time is going to be taken up being a good dad when you could be hanging out with us. And what I really mean to say by that is, guy Cody, I'm really proud of you. Uh, congratulations. Um, I hope that your weekend was fulfilling with uh, family endeavors and many, many a keg stand. Did him and yeah, it was it was baby blues. Like I, it was like a little crash course and like babies. Like my sister just had a baby. My cousins came in; they have babies. So it's like various ages of babies. Like I was like, okay, this is how this part works. This is how these work. Well, and so, then Alex yeah. just had his twins. I saw Lyman. Yeah, I guess Lyman with them on Wednesday too. Like God, they're they're like the size of your hand. It's crazy. I guess like Lyman went over there and was partying with him because he was like, yeah, I got drunk and he's holding like kids. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think uh, I think a bunch of those guys left the baby shower, and went over to Justin Alex's. So they had a uh, they had baseball in uh, Canyon Lake, so they couldn't make the baby shower. So I think they got in late, and like people just like showed up there for the fights. Like he always shows the UFC fights at his house. Yeah, so I'm sure they must have watched live as that fucking dude like just completely broke his leg on gnarly. No clue. Don't watch that stuff. I just figured maybe you'd seen that clip. I've seen the clip. No, no clue. I I, I like to go to bars well, on Saturday nights. And I watch did bar see a uh, I saw le- single leg- triple triple uh, out though. No, so Joey Votto is not technically. So what he's talking about is I think on Monday or Tuesday, Joey Tuesday Va- Joey Votto for the first baseman for the Cincinnati Reds pulled a triple play. Um. He's playing first base, catches line drive. So out number one, Outs. turns around, turns around, turns around and tags the runner who was on first who had a lead. For out number two, the runner from third runs home, and then Joey realizes that he never tagged up, and they throw it to third and get the guy out there. But technically, it's not an unassisted triple play. Uh, because the it was an assisted triple play because it goes uh, three unassisted, three unassisted, three, five is how that triple play is scored. Oh, and Austin won their first game last night. I get to watch any of it, but three they to won one, their first fucking game last three night. Three to that one against Colorado FC. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah. Uh, what's like, uh, a dale, 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 dale. Yeah, Ted Lasso right, season two right, starts right, right, in Dolly. in June. By the way, is it? Se- yes. Okay, good. good, good. June or July, something like that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So I, I, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be texting you guys while watching Ted Lasso in between baby naps. <laughs> it's apparently be- apparently with, uh, being Ted a parent Lasso. is just uh, tea su- is a waste of time. It just <laughs> tastes like fucking brown water. I love tea. I just made a batch of tea today. Oh, sweet tea is fine. Or tea is fine as long drink, as you I don't ooh, drink sweet tea. sweeten it with lemonade. I like chai tea. Chai tea is good. No, I it's just regular black tea. Uh, I make um, 
I make a gallon at a time, and I put in like Jesus maybe Christ. I put in maybe a quarter cup of sugar for an entire gallon, um, and I've got yeah I don't put in hardly any sugar, just enough to kind of like just take a little cut it. Just I mean, but it's negligible. Like you can you can barely tell there's anything there. Um, and then I buy those like um, pre-squeezed things of lemon juice, you know. And I just mm-hmm. give I just give it like a hearty a hearty once over. A good old boob grab a lemon. Yeah, I just give it like a little boob grab a lemon, uh, just to give it a little taste on the backside. Is that the technical term for that? I think it yeah, is. A little, little titty squeeze a lemon. Well, no, I don't. I don't triple squeeze, right? I'm, I'm being gentle. I'm being respectful of the for, first date of the citrus. Yeah, of the first date. First date over the shirt. Boo! This is definitely like I definitely give it like a a sixth, seventh grade dance boob squeeze. Okay, so a parking lot over the shirt squeeze of lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, like I still haven't seen one. But I get to tell all my friends I felt one. I touched a boob, even though it was like mostly, it was mostly because you know we're talking mostly like, mostly tissue and bra. Yeah, well, because it was late, it was late nineties, <laughs> right? So it's a striped V cut shirt with a white shirt oh, underneath, oh, and then yeah, a bra over three <laughs> other tank tops, <laughs> and a denim skirt. And because it's the because it's like the mid to late nineties, uh, there was probably like a gel pen stuffed in there too that she would pull out to write her notes with in class. And um, you're listening to uh, Monica's Angel of Mine. Uh, or or we had like some Backstreet No Diggity in the background, or maybe Spice World was playing. You know, like or uh, or maybe or maybe the greatest song about having a boner ever. Next, next too, too close. close. That uh, that song I still jam. That is on my guilty '90s playlist. In fact, I was listening to. That in like fact, Monday, you know what? Like in a parking lot. In fact, you know what? I'm going to uh, after this episode. I'm going to make my. I think my guilty '90s pu- uh, playlist is public, but I'm going to share it to our Instagram for any of our followers who want to listen. This is this is like. Cody would come out at two o'clock in the afternoon when I'm working out and he's just having to deal with Alanis Morissette jumping into like Matchbox 20, jumping into but late nine. Alanis Nails. Morissette's also your favorite singer. Oh, you guys are going to like this. All right. Bad music that uh, you work out to. Sexy bitch. Never. Ooh, you was sexy bitch. Don't know. Oh, sexy bitch. David Guetta so, and uh, Akon. Don't correct. know. Correct. Um, I'm. I have been seeing someone, and oh. they're talking. Wait, do they know? Does she know she, that you're seeing her? She or is or you talking just like about her grandmother and how great she looks. And I was like, I um, I segued into. I'm trying to find a word to describe this girl without being disrespectful. <laughs> Stop pulling your mic away. Just scream into the mic. Nah, fam. Oh, yeah. I went there. <sighs> trying to find the words. Describe this girl without being disrespectful. I did. Damn, girl. You was a sexy bitch. I did a whole. You see that booty on the dance floor? I did a whole. Uh, I did a whole gym session at Cody's. She's uh, nothing like your neighborhood hoe. <laughs> I did a whole gym session at Cody's before I left. I, well, I did several of them with just like weird music because I was kind of burning out on my playlist. And I did one to Panic at the Disco's first album, like on repeat. Fair. 
uh, I did another one to uh, Outcast Stankonia and Outcast Speaker Box Love Below. That that's all. Yeah, those are those were both killer, killer, killer. And then there's another one that I oh I had added uh, I had added Kiss to a Rose from my guilty to my Ooh, guilty nineties, and I must have listened to that song like five. When times my mom was single, she uh, she hit me up and she was like. Um, I'm dating a man that looks like the guy that sang that. Seal? <laughs> Seal. She Seal. goes, I'm dating Seal. And I was like, Mom. That's show awesome. me a pig. Have you seen have you seen the um the Jack Black video where he's on America's Got Talent? Oh, mm. uh, so he's on America's Got Talent. So they're basically like I think it's either America's Got Talents or it might be um American Idol. But whatever the case may be, I think it's American Idol. So, like, we're going to pick a member from the audience to come up and introduce the next song. And so, it's of course, it's staged, right? So, Jack, it, they pick Jack Black, and he runs up on stage and, like, tells Ryan Seacrest to fuck off. <laughs> and uh, turns to the band, like, you guys know Kiss from a Rose, right? And so, he just goes into it. And they stop a mid-song. And... Two of the three judges are like, that's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. The third judge starts to lay into him, and they're like, he goes, you know what? If Seal was here, Seal would fucking agree, and it goes all the way back to Randy Jackson, right? And so Randy's like, actually, dog, Seal is here because he's one of my friends, and he would tell you this performance sucks. And so the camera turns, <laughs> the camera turns around to Seal, and Seal is sitting right next to Randy, and Seal pops up. He's like... Look, man, that was the best performance I've ever heard of Kiss by a Rose. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, good. All right. I think oh, it's that I, time, uh, guys. I made a playlist called Skate or Die, and it's just like, it's like oh, I want to make like a, a skate playlist for working out. It's good. It's, it's a work in progress. Mine's a, the cycling playlist. Mm-hmm. I got some social D, some Ramones, some Rancid, some No Effects, some Blink One Eighty Two, No Effects, some Blink One Eighty Two, Isaiah Rashad, some Pennywise, Gorillas, Gorillas. Yeah, I I did a Murph with Cody in Memorial Day last year, and that playlist was the hardest thing to ever ever ever. Oh, we did a half Murph. It was the no, worst no, thing. To that ever was my to. '90s. Pl- that was my te- that was my teen pop playlist. Yeah, I know because there was lots of 303 on. The- oh, I did. I have done a full workout to 303's "Want" uh, that album because I really like that album. Yeah, I still have that playlist. I think it's that- called "Teenage Dreams." So if you've never done a half, Bromley Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh yes. Yep. If you guys know how much I love Katy Perry. Dude, Teenage Dream is a fucking yeah. just world beater of a song. If you've never done a Murph or a half Murph, then like you just you're sucking at life the whole time and the music that we are listening to on the backside of that just makes it evil. Uh, what so what was the half Murph Cody? It's a it's a mile run. It's, it's a mile and then so that cut your uh So what's a full is a full Murph two miles then? I think All yeah. That shit? I think it's two. Okay, so we did a mile, and no, no, it was ha- so it's ha- we did half mile. Is this for Mike Murphy? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did half mile run, and then s- s- 
75 score. Maybe we did full amount of reps on the. No, we did half. Ev- we did half everything. So it's a half mile, 50 pull ups, 100 push ups, 100, 150 squats, and a half mile. Okay, so then we. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, and it's fucking terrible, right? And it so sucks. we're and we're doing it with. I'm doing it with I'm doing it with body armor on. on. Jesus. I'm doing it with body armor. Cody's got his fucking plate carrier on. Like we've got weight on top of us. And I'm like, all right, at least we'll, at least we're got music. And then it just in the background, it's like Katy Perry. Like a half mile, the plate carrier on. Sucks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> in the background, it's Katy Perry and 303 and Kesha and just terrible, terrible music. Yeah, the good. entire time. Popped up. It was I don't it's good. Who you are. It's so fun. Oh, uh, you make the good girls go bad. Oh. Yeah, all that shit. Um, in California, girls, Snoop Dogg says zucchinis. Bikinis, the rhyme of bikinis? Martinis. I mean, that's why like he's Snoop Dogg. He's no like... weenies. <laughs> zucchinis, martinis. No weenies. Martinis. No weenies. I like it. How's everybody yeah. doing on their beer? We're about ready to close this bitch out. I I I'm finished out. I finished my ice so. <laughs> uh, All right, so do you guys want to touch on the Josh fight? Oh yeah, yeah. So good news, good news for the week. Uh, did y'all pull this up? Did you look at it? I looked at the Josh fight. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't. I did. I yeah, didn't look I did. at. It was like Nebraska coronavirus. I'm like, do I care? So yeah, yeah. A year ago, uh, April 24, 2020, this kid, uh, college student from Tucson, Arizona, finds all these kids on Facebook or all these people on Facebook who are also named Josh Swain. And he, he messages like 24 of them or something like that. 23 of them. Oh, do they have to have his full name? It's not just Josh. No, it's Josh Swain. Everybody that okay. he messages is Josh Swain. And he says, all right, a year from now, we will all meet at these coordinates and battle. And whoever, whomever has, whoever wins, is the rightful owner of the name Josh. <laughs> this is this super the guy cool. that was dressed up like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah. Dude, it's great. Let me see if I can find the original te- or the original. So he gives them he gives them a set of GPS coordinates. Um I can't find it at the moment. And it turns out to be this is like a random field in the middle of Nebraska. Right? So yeah, it looks super rad. Be- the legendary Josh <laughs> Battlefield. Because nobody on Reddit forgets a damn thing. I, I completely forgot about it until earlier this week. And then all these like Josh memes start popping up. And I go, Josh memes, Josh memes. So I start doing my dig and I was like, oh shit, Josh fight. And I thought it was going to turn out like the Area 51 raid. Absolutely not. A couple hundred people show up to this field in Nebraska. That's a lot of Josh's. All of them named Josh, and they battle it out to find out. So the originator of it, the original Josh Swain, gets into a rock, paper, scissors match with a kid from Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Do, 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 do. With the other, there's another Josh Swain. I think he was semi-local. But they get into a, a rock, paper, scissors match, and original Josh Swain who <laughs> wins the rock, paper, scissors, so he is the rightful owner of the name Josh Swain from now on. However, in the ultimate the 100-person battle royale, a five-year-old kid, uh, uh, sorry, Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska native, four-year-old Joshua Vincent Jr. 
is crowned the ultimate Josh on Saturday, April 24th. (laughs) And they crowned him with a Burger King crown. But because he's a four-year-old, it's so big. So all the pictures, this crown is just like sitting covering his face. (laughs) And they're (laughs) like, the crowd is hoisting him up. He's got like a WWE belt that somebody had donated to the cause. He's got his... It was giant pool noodle fight. Like this kid was just going around clipping ACLs and just wrecking terror at three feet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just so great. It makes me want to meet like um, or watch like a uh, who is JM fight. <laughs> just like get everybody that's like got the initials JM from across the United States, and you're like, okay, so it's going to be an order, you know, a bunch of ornery bastards. <laughs> They're arguing who has the best baseball team. That's right. Or knows how to throw a fucking knuckleball. That's right. And then, so the the greatest one of the other great parts about this is it took all of like twelve hours for the uh, for the Josh fight um, geotag. The legendary Josh Battlefield um, turned up the day of the fight as like an actual spot on Google. Google Maps. Oh so God. if you, there's if, just videos of all these just, fucking, <laughs> just wonderful, wonderful nerds fi- fighting with pool noodles. Yeah, it's so great. Uh, there's so many good memes about it. They had a, they've got a, a YouTube clip of Josh fight winner with little. So he's now become little Josh. Um, is his name? It's just absolutely epic. Yeah, Josh fight. It, they live. Okay. They live broadcasted so, it too. Do you think that so? James, JM, Aaron's Aaron. I'm Cody. Do you think you could fight other people with your name, like all of them? Like I feel my cousin co- is Aaron Chavez. Yeah, with you know, Cody, and I'm JM I feel Jones. like I could. No, no, like, but so the, there but are but other Cody Whittingtons. I've seen them on Instagram. Yeah, and that's so. That's and, how this and, starts. And I can fight all of them. I fucking promise you. Well, that's I how this starts. It. Is so you have to you have to find people that have your exact name. Um, yeah, yeah. All you other Cody Whittingtons out there who don't have super sweet podcasts and making twins, I fucking own you, and I will fight you wherever. Let's make up some coordinates. Yeah, it's a actually, no. it's a, it's a. Google Maps has it identified as a religious site at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you look it up, legendary Josh Battlefield play, on Google Maps, worship. Yeah, legendary Josh Battlefield. It comes up as like comes up as a church. Um, I don't like it's just wonderful. Yeah, that, that's oh, truly like feel good. That's just great. So this this episode of absolutely just no cohesive thoughts is dedicated to little Josh. Little Josh. Uh, before we get into socials and everything else, uh, if any of you poor unfortunate souls did check out Financial Freedom for All by Brock Minton, um, <laughs> I really hope that you left him. I, I know you didn't. Uh, because I've been looking at reviews, but leave him a shitty, shitty, shitty review. Even if you loved it, even if this was the best book that is going to turn your life around, just leave him a shitty review and be like, Drunk Week in Review, JM said you had, I had to do this, just so he knows. Only because I told him that I would give him one more free plug for this terribly written, ghost-written book. Um, and just, mostly just because fuck him, because that's what friends do, right? So absolutely fuck him. <laughs> I really respect the fact that like he went out of his way to get a book ghost written and all that bullshit out there. Like I just like to me I feel like he's a sociopath. I'd probably really enjoy him in person. 
But I'm just like, what kind of fucking sociopath does this? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I want. He needs to be on the pod next week. Fucking so absolutely. No, absolutely not. I'm not bringing him in my house. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you need to find a neutral site, and he needs to be on the pod. Sure. I want to. I want to speak to someone who is like so fucking cocksure of it. This was a good idea. <laughs> like I demand his presence. Oh. I need to. I need to know. Uh, Aaron, any closing thoughts before Cody gives us socials and gets us out of here and apologizes to our listeners for the tw- other than me? Do you, you got anything you want to plug? <laughs> No. <laughs> Take a mental health day, y'all. That's what we did today. We took a mental health day, and we'll be back with news next week, but God knows all of us needed today. <laughs> Give us the socials. Get us out of here. And a soundboard. All right, so you can find us on socials where we're socially uh, media with you. Uh, oh, God. See, one one ice, and I can't talk anymore. Uh, yeah, so we are on instagram as drunk we can view we're still i always got fucked this up do we have what's facebook facebook is pretty little loggers still pretty loggers i'll look into that uh twitter is i'm on my third dui review (laughs) or dwir podcast matt gates's second dwi.com hey i need to buy that (laughs) (laughs) good idea uh you can follow our boy aaron over at the the yeah the fallen, the fallen deity yeah so uh my buddy Aaron's on Instagram at the underscore fallen underscore deity he's on Twitch at the dot fallen dot deity he streams Monday Wednesday Friday Monday Wednesday Fridays Monday Wednesday Fridays at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time <laughs> and until then good night and we love reggae horns. <laughs>